And welcome to the next final 8-4 play for the year 2011. Uh, I am your host, Mark Gaming Jesus McDonald. Uh, with me, we've assembled a ragtag crew of people who are here. We're down a few men, um, thanks to the holidays. But we are here. We're in the office because, goddammit, too many people take this time <laughs> off during... The, the holidays, mm-hmm. and as a podcast listener, I know I always appreciated it when, uh, you know, people still did something over this week. Right. Because um, it's a barren, lonely existence. So we're basically recording it. this so we can go back and then listen to it. So we have something to listen That's to. That's right. <laughs> for ourselves. Yes. Mainly for ourselves. Um, <laughs> so, and it's basically, we're not doing like a end of the year roundup. We're not doing game of the year stuff. We're just kind of doing news because a lot of stuff has happened. Hmm. This past week in Japan and games and Japanese games, um, and <laughs> See what you did there. So uh-huh. yeah, um, and we we have been playing some games, but we're going to kind of incorporate that in what we talk about. Um, we're going to be talking about PlayStation Vita stuff. We're going to be talking about 3DS, the Nintendo conference. We're going to be talking about Zelda timelines. We're going to be talking about Resident Evil anniversary stuff. We're going to be talking about Mario 64 speed runs, blah, blah, blah. Ah. A lot of, actually, most of the stuff we're going to talk about is Vita and mm-hmm. 3DS. There's a lot of stuff to talk about there in the handheld stuff. So, with me to talk about it, we have the Fearsome Foursome, the Eight Foursome um, this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, helping out, coming in, thank you very much, uh, is a Johnny Wesker. <laughs> that's right um in honor of the release of resident evil revelations demo johnny changed his hairstyle correct that into is, the is that why you have a different wesker do. absolutely yes, yes. <laughs> why else so, why do you think otherwise <laughs> why true. he was wearing sunglasses um, right. but my sunglasses times. are actually cooler than wesker's to be honest <laughs> i want to get you a pair of wesker style sunglasses just yeah. to see i'll i'll cosplay you could totally people. wesker cosplay yeah absolutely yeah, yeah just walking costumes. around you could be live live action wesker I, cosplay i thought you were going to call him burger jesus I don't know if you saw that. He was christened Burger <laughs> Jesus on Twitter. No. By, by yeah, Mr. McCarthy or... Yeah. O'Connor. <laughs> Cormac, you mean? I use Cormac? McCarthy, like General McCarthy. I see. He's uh, Cormac is like hereby that. known as Hicks. I don't know if you know. Hicks? Yeah, ever no. ever after the earthquake, um, after the spastic, um, oh, right. paranoid <laughs> space marine and aliens. <laughs> what? The game over, man, game over. He was like freaking out every day on Twitter uh-huh. about radiation and getting his family out. And of course, he ran, you know, he went to LA. But like, right. yeah, any tiny, like, anybody posted any. Wait, what? What's, go- what's going on? Game <laughs> over, man. We're fucking dudes, man. We're getting, getting out of here. Get the fuck out. Like, that was Cormac for like two weeks. I didn't even notice <laughs> yes. that. Yes. Yeah. It was entertaining, I uh-huh. have to say. Uh-huh. So I'm trying to get everybody to call him Hicks from now on. <laughs> Hicks. Um, but uh, why why are you Burger Jesus? Oh, because uh so yeah, it's kind of a Oh you actually. you praised yeah. while while okay, calling yourself I... a burger aficionado <laughs> in the same tweet All right. we're, we're praising a McDonald's Japan <laughs> burger. Correct? So <laughs> this is this is what true I did. True or false? I, uh, <laughs> not exactly true. Uh-huh. Okay, so I I posted a picture of the new uh, Big America burgers uh, uh-huh. that Japan puts out every year. Is this out now? Uh, they'll be beginning in January. Okay. Yeah. okay. So I think the first some one places is, have them now. The actually, first one but... is oh, really? Grand yeah. Canyon Burger. 
Uh, there's going to uh, be a Beverly Hills burger. Okay, oh. so this avocado is, in it. Th- this is like a series of burgers available at McDonald's. Right. Um, before they had like the Texas, California. Mm-hmm. Yep. They had a New York one. New Some York. of these were supposed to. So the new one is Broadway Burger. Mm-hmm. Broadway. Fancy. Wow. Right? Um, it comes with glitter. But I, I did hear that they were good. Some of them. So some of them um, are not awful, is what it is. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, they're yeah. not. That's the McDonald's standard. Yeah, it's not uh-huh. that it's good; it's just not awful. You seem yeah. to be hedging a little bit back from what you're saying <laughs> so, on Twitter. So you seem my, genuinely excited. I, <laughs> now you're like, I, well, so, they're not terrible. So let me <laughs> let me just tell you that uh, the reason why I was so excited is because um, uh, I talked to a woman uh, mm-hmm. who works with McDonald's. Shall this remain woman. nameless. Shall remain. Nameless because she's I can't. a friend of. She Mary was not Jesus. authorized to speak on the subject. <laughs> um, and she, you know, came to me and asked me, like, you know, what would be a good burger to um, release in Japan for the next big America, th- big America thing. She's like, you're a white guy. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a white guy. You look like Albert Wesker. And I'm like, was she you, in a position to decide? Yes. Yeah. What? What? Yes. Wow. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And you told she, her Broadway. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I told big her, lights, Broadway, baby. I told her, I'm a big fan of avocado. Yes. I'm from California. They already did the California burger. They though. did. Uh-huh. But now it's the Beverly Hills burger. Oh. Named we should after have a tasting. Building, yeah, we course, should have right? a tasting. Why do you think wanna, it's called Beverly Hills burger? Do I want to eat avocado from McDonald's? <laughs> See, okay. Uh, is it really so, avocado? So the company who actually provides food for McDonald's in Japan is Nippon Ham, mm-hmm. located in Hokkaido. And... Hmm. They have they're, they're their quality decent. is all right. Okay. I mean, they they are a very decent um, yeah. big company that's very, been very around. Decent. Very, very, very decent. <laughs> so, <laughs> so cautious. This is, this yeah. is what we call <laughs> okay. This is what we call mad decent. Okay, mad yeah. decent. So, so yeah. yes, okay. So you were then so hyping I, this because so I said yeah, put put your, avocado on your burger. Yeah, and I'll and I'll buy that. I want a avocado on my burger. I like avocado burgers. So and she's and like, "My god, we never she's thought like, of that." She's like, "That's a good idea. That's we amazing. have that's one of our products. We can do that." Okay. And, and the Beverly Hills idea came from you too? The name. Uh, the name? I, I gave her a couple ideas like San Francisco or uh-huh. Beverly Hills or why, something like why? that. Why why did you give her several? You should have only get, given her Beverly You're right. Hills. Well, you they know, picked Beverly Hills, so in, it all worked out in hindsight, so. <laughs> you know, I should have said this is the only option. Mm-hmm. So it's, but, you know, it turned out. It's one burger a week. Is that how it works? No, it's, it's like a month. It's one burger a month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Starting yeah. in January. Kicking right. You can get yeah. them right now, though, in some places. Like, they have the Grand Canyon Burger in Rapungi. Like, certain shops get them early. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what what is involved with the Grand Canyon Burger? Uh, I believe it has... Uh, maybe potato. Like a... Like a Potato, uh, you know, like the uh, hash brown uh-huh. has a hash brown in it. I think really, yeah. that's crazy. It kind of, it kind of looks like a Grand Canyon. Kind of looks know? like a canyon. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> it's got the aesthetic of a canyon. I don't know if it's gonna taste like Arizona or anything. Didn't like Brendan that. just go to the Grand Canyon? Actually, oh, he we did. Yeah. yeah, he was. I haven't Vegas heard from him. Too. I hope he made it back. Yeah, yeah, he said he was on his way back. Okay, yeah. he didn't fall in. So no, to the uh, canyon. I, I just will say. You don't really like the Beacon Burger, and you liked the <laughs> Picucci Burger, and so your criteria <laughs> for knew, burger this was gonna go there. burger this is this is just Mark here. Don't, He's already yeah, suspect. Mark's already suspect. Mark's taste. Oh, we've talked about burger. We've peace. talked about yeah. burger for 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 too long. <laughs> but but no, anyway, what are you talking about? 
Like, he's talking about burgers. They burger can talk about burgers all day. Happening. Burger cast. Burger cast. coming in the future. But, 2K11. Um, moving along. Um, <laughs> across from John Kitty Corner, not Catty Corner, um, from John E, is John Kringle Ricciardi. What? Um, Chris Kringle. Oh, okay. Um, that's a, that's one from me because I got two gifts from John. For you did? Yeah. Oh, for, well, one from from both of us. You mean right? Well, right, right. Okay. I'm, I'm getting to that. Don't worry. Hiroko will get her due as okay. well. <laughs> um, but yeah, John and Hiroko got me a a Hori fighting stick. Nice. Really yeah. nice one. Rad. That's your birthday present. For my birthday, actually. which mm-hmm. was a few months ago, but yeah. a late birthday <laughs> slash Christmas present. It was hard to find, apparently. Very hard to find, yeah. And this stick is awesome. It's basically my last excuse to not play Street Fighter is gone now, which is bad because like <laughs> I already don't have time to play games, so it's like, shit, now I have a joystick. Because we Street had a Street Fighter, Fighter night. Street Fighter night. We had one, More and it was like, yeah, and it was like, man, I could really see myself getting yeah. back into this, heavily into this. I've been watching a ton of tournaments oh. and streams and stuff lately. I watched Devastation. Um, Google it if you if you're at all interested in fighting games. Um, I somehow I had missed it, and I'm starting to get to know the players and the people now. And it's like, it's it's starting to get to that point where it's like pretty hardcore about it. This could become a problem. Yeah, like (laughs) um, so this joystick is ridiculously nice. Um, I was I was saying I haven't bought a console joystick since 1992. Ooh, Super Nintendo say. one. <laughs> and I bought... 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, when Street Fighter came out, I spent a summer working, getting up enough money to buy, to import Street Fighter for the Super Famicom and buy two arcade, ridiculous, like actual made of the same components that Championship Edition was made out of joysticks. It cost me like 150 bucks a piece. Mm-hmm. And it told worth every penny. Fucking loved it. Super, super, super into Street Fighter back in those days. Um so it's been like almost 20 years mm-hmm. <laughs> since I had Yikes. bought a joystick and, and almost 15 since I was last really into a fighting game. I think Sam Show 2 was probably the last fighting game I was really into. But uh, so I don't know. It's scary. It's like looking <laughs> back at the old, you know, it's like opening up the old, like, I don't know, Rambo or so who would open up an old like locker and look back right. at the old stuff and be like, there's your bandana. I'm too old for this shit. Like <laughs> I, g- I gave this up too long ago. And then it's like, no, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I have to won't go back in for one last mission. Yeah. You know what's, what, what's going to be your booster to go back into that? What? It's your drink that you've been making, your secret drink that you've been drinking during your college days. Oh, what my! <laughs> what, what is this secret it, drink? Wasn't it like ice? Gr- and grenadine, you talked grenadine. about it on the podcast. My oh, Coke, my, yeah, your yeah. Coke. You Coke and put grenadine. syrup in. I would like time travel if I if I drank that again. Yeah, I drink a lot of Coke in college. Uh, let's put it that way. Drink, <laughs> drink. Hope you'll hurt that. Probably. I had. I was like a heroin. I had like my whole kit. I had like a ceremony that I would do to make my to make my Coke. I had ice. I had. Lemon, I had grenadine, yeah. It was involved, but You're I gave that up too. I was. Mixicologist all the way. I was. I was a Coke fiend. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, so, uh, but anyway, thank you guys very much for that Ooh. gift. That was awesome. And then sure. John also on his own got me uh, for Christmas a uh, a Vita case, which I was needing one. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a really, there's a there's like 20 different I Vita know, cases so out. many. There's a ridiculous number. Yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, this is the only one. I don't like those ones that, 
like can hold your memory chips and sticks right. and what all that crap and, and yeah whatever like this is as minimal as it gets while still protecting it it's basically bumper well it no it's like this sleeve that the original psp came with mm-hmm. right um it's just completely minimal it's even thinner than that i want it to is say. thinner it is, it is. It's yeah. nicer yeah and the the other cool thing about it and it, well and it doesn't it's not open on one end like the psp one was mm-hmm. it's kind of open in the middle and it folds over it's a little hard to explain but mm. um the other cool thing about it is that there's a little opening at the bottom for your headphone jack just in case you're ever going to use that <laughs> right. thing as an ipod I was gonna say, which cool. you're not right. <laughs> which no one is except in japan where i think i said this before on the podcast too somebody tweeted this where they were like saw somebody checking their email on their iphone put it away pulled out their psp <laughs> and started like, listening to music started listening to music <laughs> oh my god you're never going to use that, but it's still cool. Right, I still appreciate that. Right. If you're on that. a plane flight, plane flight, w- playing a game, or on a on a train trip, why but, not? No, but but, but playing a game, you're not going to have it in the case, case, though. So there's no reason for oh, it. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no. It's like, only music. Okay. It's literally yeah. You can't see the screen while okay. it's in right. the case. There's no way to open it and see the screen. So all right. It's just for music, and no one's ever going <laughs> to use that. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, um. So and then uh, finally rounding out the cast, um. Yeah, Hiroko expiration date, Minamoto. Ex- expiration date. That's not a comment about you <laughs> or your age at all. That is about the uh, the egg uh-huh. you ate today. Uh-huh. Um, we're glad you're here anyway yeah. because you're eating eggs after their expiration, expiration date. date. Which it is was like five dangerous. days after. Five yeah. days after. No, four or five days. And was just cooked. It was cooked. I cooked it. You scrambled. Cooked it. I scrambled. It. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. But still, after right when you ate it, were you like? Uh, it was good when I ate it. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was only like, afterwards. Mm, only afterwards. Yeah, as I was heading into the office, I was starting to feel weird and nauseous. Yeah. But I'm not pale You're or feeling better now, now, right? No, you look fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I'm feeling yeah. better now. So I just don't mess with eggs, though. Like, I know. Eggs and meat are like the two things. Like chicken, bread. Chicken meat. Raw chicken. Well, chicken <laughs> especially. Okay, yeah, well, actually, chicken. I didn't tell you guys about this, but I also um, toasted bread. Yeah. Which I had in my freezer. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Was it freezer burnt? It it's was like two years old. <laughs> no, it wasn't two years old, but it was like three months old. Oh, that's fine. No, no it really? tasted that's weird. That's totally fine. It's I frozen. Ate, I would never do that. It's like, I ate a, it gets like, freezer burned after a while. Yeah, it taste it tasted like the freezer. Yes, right. That's and, freezer burn. Yeah, yeah, it was nasty. Yes. So I threw it out. Good, so that good, might good. have been what caused it. So yeah, maybe that's because what it Because the, the egg, yeah. I checked it, and you know when when I broke the egg, the yeah. shell, um, it was round. The yolk was round, and it looked fresh. Uh, and I smelled it, and it didn't smell at all. Maybe so. the egg was fine. Something about yeah. bread in Japan is when you buy it. My experience, like the ex, well, not even the, I don't. It's not an expiration date. It's just the best if bought by date, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. But it's like tomorrow. I know yeah. it's very right. almost always. Uh-huh. It's yeah, because they're constantly refilling quick. their stock and everything. It's not like the U.S. where you usually yeah. have a few days at least. It's always yeah. like because I'm always and I'm always looking for one. I'm like this yeah. can't be the latest one, but it is like every day. Yeah, yeah. it's like you have a day to eat this <laughs> loaf of bread. <laughs> That's no why said. they're so thick. The the each one. They right. want you well, to get through more of it. And they have a third of your loaf. It's like yeah. Texas toast, basically, yeah. half yeah. of the bread brands. But anyway, let's yep. get to the real reason why we call this podcast together, this emergency <laughs> podcast, because the Vita 
is in trouble. <laughs> My God, Everybody sound the, the alarm bells. Everybody run. Head for the hills. Bail out. <laughs> um, I'm joking, of course, kind of. Um, talking about the Forbes torpedo. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about, so second week Vita sales. Um, as we record this, let's talk about that a little bit. So Vita sales numbers, um, it's still new here in Japan. You can still buy them. Uh, the official ship number was like 500,000. So first week sales were uh, were not bad. First week sales okay. were like 325,000, hmm. which, um, you know, not bad. 3DS did 375 in, right. in its first week. and um, Which surprises me because it seemed like there was much more hype uh, for the Vita pre-launch. I mean, it's if you went and lined up or you saw how many people went and lined up or you uh-huh. saw how many people talking mm. about it or like how it you know went on Amazon, like it sold out immediately and everything. Well, I think among us and our friends, I mean, we, there were definitely and still are, <laughs> right. I'm not looking in Johnny's direction, 3DS <laughs> haters all. among our friends. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And I mean... Winston. Well, not like I bought a Vita, you know. Well, yeah, but you want to. I want to buy a 3DS too. Really? Yeah. When they redesign it, right? When it's and, redesigned. <laughs> right. So yeah. anyway, but but we, we have a lot of really uh, do, older yeah. gamers, friends, and hard, hardcore and hardcore gamers, gamers yeah. that were the kind of like eh, about the 3DS that were really excited about Vita. They mm. were tweeting mm. more about it. And I think that kind of led to the turnout at the stores too, though. Like the 3DS launch day, there weren't 600 people at Yodabashi Camera, you know, but how, there were. Do you for remember Vita. how many? There no, was? but it was like it wasn't as many. Like it was maybe half that many. But I wonder if that's because like the PSP and the PS3, the last few bits of Sony hardware here have been kind of hard to come by, and so people are just expecting could be the same thing. Could be. I mean, you got to feel like a fucking idiot. If you stayed outside all night now, <laughs> I mean, even winter and those guys waking up at five in the morning, yeah. and now you could just stroll. I mean, even that day, yeah. on the day yeah. stroll mm-hmm. down to your local shop yeah. and buy And one. you still can now. Like, they yeah. really haven't sold out, so, which is weird. So, three, 325 about, uh, like I said, 3DS did about 375. So, then the, the thing that everybody's freaking out about is... Uh, the second week sales, which mm-hmm. the first week sales were actually based on two days, and right. th- that's kind that's, of the same yeah. for the. Well, it was the same, same for, for like every 3DS launch, pretty much. Yeah, sure. everything launches on a weekend. They do the sales just through Sunday. So, um, but second week Vita sales, which was a full week, which was a f- its first full week, went down to seventy three thousand, mm. which is a steep drop. Um, yeah. 3DS. By comparison, dropped to two hundred six thousand on its second week. on its or in its, its yeah, first second, full week mm-hmm. first full week second week of sales. Um, PSP, interestingly enough, not a lot of people are talking about what PSP did uh, back in two thousand four when it launched. It launched a, at a cheaper price. It launched right. at about uh, twenty thousand yen, which is about well back then that was under two hundred dollars. <coughs> now right. it's a little over uh, that, you. but. Um, that's what four fifths the price of a, of what a Vita goes for now, um, and in its second week, or I'm sorry, in its, in its first week there, it did about 160. According to Media Create, some people quoted it as like 200 thousand, but 160 thousand. Right. Uh, and I remember mm. that was a sellout too. That was a sellout. Yeah. And yeah, what's yeah. funny is if you go back and read the articles, it's like PSP is flying off the shelves. <laughs> Nobody can keep it in stock, man. It's it's fucking. On fire, yes, like you exactly. can't even hold on to it. It's so hot right now, and it it did sold like half of what mm-hmm. the the Vita mm-hmm. sold, and so but and then in its second week dropped to eighty five thousand. Right now, here's the difference: 
the difference is that the PSP was supply constrained. Right. Mm-hmm. Heavily. Yes. I mean, it was like... Purposefully. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know, I don't know purposefully, was, but... I want to get well, to that in a second, though. That's something I want to talk about. Right. Perception yeah. definitely changed because here's what happened. Week three, it went up to 170,000. Week four right. went up again to mm-hmm. 129,000. Mm-hmm. And then week five, it went down to 62. But who knows? Maybe that was still... It was just still selling out. This was right. the same time of year in mm-hmm. 2004 in December in Japan. It launched here first. But it was very hard to find. Mm-mm. It was not like it, it, is, it is now. And so I almost wonder if this is a perception issue more it is, than partly. anything else. Well, it's not more. I think there's a lot of things at play here, right? It's not just perception. It's the stuff we've been talking about for weeks as well. Just the fact that the market's very different now. It's just totally different now right. from right. how it was in 2004. But mm. I'm really surprised that they didn't intentionally limit the supply. Yeah. Like you yeah. just should not have that shipped that many really units. Smart. If they, because because it, it would look better if it was sold out now, mm-hmm. and people would not, because literally it has not been out of store shelves since day one. That's mm-hmm. bad. Like it just and, doesn't look yeah. like there's demand for it. And Sony would have had a good excuse the the earthquake and everything like that. You know? I hate telling a company like, oh, you should really do that like <laughs> bullshit that we I know. that Nintendo like, does. And psychologically, it's, it's, there's a way to do it. Like to a certain extent, it works on consumers. Yeah, so. and there's a way to do it without. I mean, Nintendo does it, but usually you can get it like you know one week at a time. You can get stuff basically every exactly. week they are constantly re- refilling the, exactly. the supply chain you know what I mean and because of that everybody talks about it all the time for that's a long true. time yeah. exactly. oh, I found Vita's at this store and yeah. when you see and, it uh-huh. you buy it exactly. and that's happening right now with the memory cards like 32 gig memory yeah. cards were supply constrained and now uh-huh. as soon as people see them you see them start tweeting about it oh my god I gotta go get mine blah blah exactly. blah right. same thing could have been happening with so, the system yeah it really works in Japan instead I got two sitting on my desk that I'm gonna send back to Amazon because there's no point in having bought them in the first place because I, I thought they were gonna be like hard to get uh-huh. And then people might want them. I can either help out a friend or maybe sell one and make some money. Or uh-huh. Nothing. Like you could still buy them anywhere. So I'm you're literally right. just gonna put them back. Because I didn't even take them out of the package. So I am literally gonna send it back. You have 30 days on Amazon. In PSP, like. you were like running a small business. PSP, yeah, yeah I, we made <laughs> from eBay. Me and you were <laughs> both. We made bank yeah. on PSP. Okay. Right. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, but it, it, it is a different world. I guess my my larger point is. And this goes back to, we're going to keep touching back on this, but this goes back to what happened with the 3DS too. Is like, let's not, like, everybody fucking being chicken little, like, I know. Yeah. one week, two weeks after <laughs> yeah. fucking hardware launches, this Forbes guy, we'll get into that story in a minute, but mm. like, just fucking chill the fuck out <laughs> for, you know, a few months and let's just relax. I'm not saying that Vita is not to have a problem right. or that it's going to totally succeed or whatever but it's not coming down to the first two weeks right it's not coming yeah. down to whatever software is available now yeah. um same with the 3ds mm-hmm. right it was like I, I go back and listen to the podcast totally. that, we were, <laughs> that we were recording then it's like just calm the fuck down no everybody. no you're right um, to be fair though i like to play devil's advocate on this because i have been one of the people who's sort of been saying Vita's troubled. But 3DS, it's not hard to know that 3DS is going to succeed eventually because of Pokemon and Mario Kart. So we were, yes, we did say that, calm down, it's going to get better. But we were pretty confident about it. Because of I'm not, I can't, I do think, I agree, we have to say the same thing now with Vita, but I am not confident that Vita is going to suddenly, like there is no yeah. ace in Vita's hole that I that So that here I know is of. the difference, and that, that, that I will say, if we, if we want to get into this now, there is like... A difference here and i think that the difference is that nintendo has proven franchises that move hardware yeah like yeah and psp has one 
had one. Had one. Right. right. And that was Monster Hunter right. in mm-hmm. Japan. And it, like it's not to say that that PSP does not have franchises that sell and sell right. in the West, like GTA and that sort of stuff. Sure. But there are not franchises that I can think of that are proven to move right. hardware. There's nothing that will literally carry the platform. Right. Even Besides like, Monster Hunter. Right. right. Even Gran Turismo or that kind of stuff, as wide as they go, or or the GTA, Grand Theft right. Auto, even the best-selling PSP games, I don't see the connection to pushing hardware that a Mario Kart or a Mario mm. has exactly. or a Pokemon has exactly. or a Dragon Quest has or a Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter right. has. Exactly. And now Nintendo that, so. having Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. yep. having Mario Kart, having we could always point to those games with 3DS and was like, that's what all I kept saying all we kept saying yeah. was, wait till Christmas, let's talk after Christmas. Right, like, right. everybody calm the fuck down, mm-hmm. wait till Christmas, let's talk after Christmas. Now, exactly, everybody's like, oh, we'll get into how well 3DS is selling. Yeah. And also oh. the pi- price drop, drop too. Like, price. now it's the same as a DS, so why wouldn't it sell? Right. Yeah, right. well, the, the thing about Vita, too, like, about that Monster Hunter thing, um, people, we've talked about it before, but in case you don't know, listeners, like, Monster Hunter... Is the like the sole reason PSP lived like probably two years longer than it really should have in Japan? Like the sole reason. Other people made games for PSP because they knew that there was Monster Hunter on it that was kind of extending the life of the platform. Like I don't think Final Fantasy Type Zero would even exist if it wasn't for Monster Hunter. Like they would right. not have put it on PSP. They did that because there's a guaranteed user base. Right. Four million people or so are guaranteed to be still using their PSPs because Monster Hunter keeps coming out. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Peace Walker is like another perfect example. Yeah, exactly. like, that game yeah. would not exist. I mean that game was even, basically like let's kind of make a Monster Hunter ish. Yeah. They even put Metal Monster Gear. Hunter in it. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. it's got Monster Hunter monsters yeah. in it. They yeah. knew exactly what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah it's it's one of those like it just it snowballs, right? Like, yes. like any platform, you reach like a critical mass. That's why Nintendo dropped the price, even though they they knew they had these three big franchises coming. It's like, no, we can't just like succeed a little. We gotta fucking just boom. We gotta be the thing that people mm. are asking for and whatever. Yeah. So my my question going back to with 3ds is we could look at before we we were saying, well, Mario Kart's coming, Monster Hunter's coming. Even now, um, you know, we can talk about the stuff, and we will, um, that Nintendo that's coming up, um, like your Kingdom Hearts, and... um, Which I hear is very good. Kid Icarus, I don't know that that's really going to... People are looking (laughs) forward to it. I don't know that that's going to move units. But, you know, you got, like, uh, (laughs) Smash Brothers somewhere down the line. You know Mm -hmm. Pokemon is going to come somewhere down the line. You have these big ginormous you know things so what are the games and this is a open honest question what are the vita games that you can now look to at the same time i do say like okay let's not freak out guys this is the opening thing first few week sales don't matter it's long term and it's games it's the franchises they're going to sell or not sell the vita so what are the games that we know of that, I mean, there's a ton of stuff I'm sure we don't know of, but what are the mm. games that we know of that are going to sell Vita? Do, do you have one? I can't think of one. Like, I know, I can think of a bunch of, like, well, I don't want to call it B tier because they're actually really good. One game I have in mind is Gravity, Gravity mm. Rush, Gravity Days, right. whichever. We'll, we'll, we'll that, talk about that, but I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about might become like a hit or like a. Well, right, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, well, yeah, I'm talking about proven. 
Right. A vein of a Mario Kart or a Pokemon or right. a or a Monster Hunter. So like I might be forgetting something obvious, but I think zero. Well, like Gran Turismo is, yeah. is not it. I don't think. No, anymore. I don't even think it's not. It doesn't have a proven track right. record for pushing. Hand right. And I'm not saying that there's not one out there or something we even know about already is going to do that. Right. It's just there's not a tentpole. Okay, this is like money in the bank kind of exactly. Mm. You do have. Bioshock is as close as I could get. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, right. too. Bioshock is for Which the one, West. What did they announce for Vita? Did they, All they, they just... said was that they're making a but Bioshock. That's, that's close, though, like you say. But even that, that's not that's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's not, it's gonna, not, it's not proven, but it is. People love Bioshock. Yeah. Potentially exclusive. Yeah. Could be cool. Um, you know, I'm assuming that a GTA is going to come out for it. But, you know, even now, now, I don't know. Maybe that comes out for we Maybe... GTA comes out for 3DS. I don't know. Right. And if it does come out for Vita, I mean, what they really probably, what their, you know, penny uh, counters or whatever are probably thinking now is, as you saw, GTA 3 just came out for iPhone and shot to the top of the charts. Like, right. mm. no effort, basically, port. Like, that's probably what they'll do because that's, you know, why why invest a lot of money in a new fran- a new version of the game for a platform that's unproven, yeah. not really, there's no, there's no reason to believe it's going to blow up. Like it's just easier to just shovel out the stuff you've already done and and collect extra money from it, you know? Yeah, I you know, and I, I will say so. Other things that are coming, and I'm not saying that there's not. As anybody who listens to this podcast, mm. we've already said like you should own a Vita. I mean, mm. it, mm-hmm. there is there is good stuff coming. I'm Definitely. just talking about it in a larger yeah. sales perspective. So, you know, you've got Assassin's Creed, Call of Duty, Metal Gear, Mortal Kombat. All, all those are coming to Vita. Metal Gear. Uh, Metal Gear HD collection. Oh, mm. yeah. I guess that uh, is coming, huh? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So you, th- those games are coming. You've got um, Final Fantasy. You've got Metal Gear on 3DS, I guess, too, sort of. But uh, anyway, like, yeah, and th- th- that sort 10. of stuff. Final Fantasy X, right. Um, but I don't see... Th- this is something that people have been talking about online, and I think it's interesting. Besides Monster Hunter, Sony mm. never really cultivated, certainly not first party franchises that are new ip for a handheld that yep. push the system mm. exactly god yeah. of war did very well for them on the handheld on psp but that's not a handheld franchise that's not something again that's something yeah. that sells to people who are already probably own a psp for other reasons right. and what a lot of people are probably thinking now though is well monster hunter monster hunter just matters in japan and in in a sense that's true but the thing is like monster hunter is still important to the rest of the world because monster hunter fueling japan means that japanese developers, developers. are going to be on board as well right. And, right. and without monster hunter what you're going to have is like a a system that maybe does have like your uncharted and your god of wars and all that stuff but but that's it basically it's mm-hmm. not going to have like the big and like, resistance <laughs> and, right i'm right. oh, sorry i dozed mm-hmm. off there no <laughs> but but exactly i mean peace walker is a perfect example like yeah. peace walker doesn't happen if monster hunter didn't right. happen you don't mm-hmm. give a shit about monster hunter that's fine but if you care about metal right. gear that mm-hmm. wouldn't have happened that's true so and that's why i think you know nintendo what you know so what you just said about them not cultivating other franchises and stuff, I think that's a critical error on their part. But I think the even bigger error, and this is something I've been thinking about a lot this last week, especially as Johnny and I bet a stake the other day, is that... <laughs> oh, yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. Is that Iwata... I think, you know, Iwata has been doing a pretty good job as a president since he came in for Nintendo. Like, he's made some problems. He's apologized for some problems. But on the whole, I think he's been doing good things. But I think this 
doing good things, dude. He's just been fucking a superstar. Are yeah. you kidding? He's yeah. like, well, made I'm the just... company as successful as it's ever been. Yeah, but well, he's had he's hit some bumps too. I mean, I, I still don't think they've adapted to like modern, you know, well, no, I'm not, stuff yeah. as no, much as they definitely. need to. So sure. I'm just trying to temper sure. that. But I, I will say, like, this Monster Hunter to me is like a critical hit. Like, he scored big oh, time yeah. by Dude, putting Capcom in the pocket. So uh-huh. when we when that happened, the day that, that that they announced that Monster Hunter was coming to 3ds, we were kind of freaking out. We said Megaton like a hashtag <laughs> on Twitter and stuff like that, and we got mocked for it. Yep. by certain people um, who you like, want to name them for them. Yeah, for their own sakes, I will not name them here. But like that was a fucking huge. That was like a death Especially strike, yeah. the week before Vita came out. You know, and, like and, that was huge. And the and, timing is huge. And then at the conference, not only showing 3G, but four yep. to mm-hmm. say yeah. that, you know what, it ain't just one little thing. Right. And yep. so far, there has been nothing. Everybody's like, well, Vita's going to get its own. And this is where the bet comes right. in. Vita's going to get Monster Hunter 2 because why wouldn't they? Because it makes a whole lot of sense. Captain, nobody ever fucking made a lot of money betting on Capcom making sense. <laughs> That's I will right. say that. Like, Resident Evil. You, no, right. Out. Look at, like, back in the day, Resident Evil moving to GameCube. Like, what? Right. So now, nobody has said anything about a Monster Hunter game on Vita. And everybody just kind of assumes, well, of course. Like, it was the PSP. PSP made that. They made each other. Mm-hmm. Right. So, of course, it's got to come to Vita. And why wouldn't they? Like, mm-hmm. right? Because they're just going to sell more. If you, even if you have more it on money 3DS, for Capcom. Yeah. make a Vita version, right. too. Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. reason not to. But they haven't said anything. They haven't right. mentioned anything. They haven't so, said anything. So, herein comes the bet. So, what was your guys... Describe this bet came about due to Twitter conversation. Yeah. Well, we, were, we were talking about Monster Hunter on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And As we are wont to. As, yes, yeah, <laughs> as we as we often do, and uh, I was saying that I think that even though Nintendo has announced uh, four for 3DS, right? It's right. for yeah. 3DS. Yeah, that uh, before that is released, there's got to be a Vita version released for sure. Is for what sure. you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I say you're you're high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> which and which is fine. Like I, what fine, makes I you know. so sure? Just I think because the Capcom the- is isn't is insane. You know, they're, they're unpredictable. You know, but I'm willing Crazy to like take. The, I'm willing to take the risk. I'm willing to take the risk because I think you if, say if they if they want to make a smart decision, they'll do that. You say for sure because of the money. You, you assume of the money. that the money works out better. Money, but what money? money? Like unless you're talking about money out of Sony's pocket, right. it's not going to happen because the install base. First of all, you're saying before the 3DS version comes out, and just to show the other side, I'm I'm basically just saying no, it's going to come out on 3DS first. Right. Hmm. Um, I, I'm if it ever even comes out on Vita at all, we yeah. don't know. But um, you know the install base, 3DS Monster Hunter Four is going to come out probably realistically. 2013, I, I say. I would say, like, the first half of 2013. Right. If they're really ahead of the game, the end of 2012. Like, the developers have said they've been working on it since they started working on 3G, which is out already. So right. it's been in development for a while. Even by then, what's the what's the Vita install base going to be? Maybe, what, 2 million? 3 million? Maybe? I mean, if things go pretty well. You mean worldwide or in Japan? In J- Well, what it really matters is Japan. So, yeah, I've been talking about in Japan. Okay. Maybe maybe three million or so by the end of next year. Yeah, well, yeah. like yeah. no, 
So unless they have a 100% sell-through rate, they're still not going to make the kind of money they made on the PSP games. We're talking like a long time before the install base gets to the point of PSP. So what I said is maybe I could see them doing a, a version for PSP again, like like a like another Monster Hunter on PSP maybe, because then you could still play it on Vita. Well, and I can see that maybe happening. PSP that would make actually sense. outsold the Vita this past week. PSP so sold did we outsold the Vita. So like, we, we did wow. too at 91,000. So by the way, the people who are like, oh, what does it matter? PSP backwards compatibility, blah, blah, blah. Why are you guys spending so much time talking about it? Uh yeah, <laughs> right. That's why. <laughs> that's fucking why. And because if a Monster Hunter does come out for PSP, that's I mean that's good news in a way for Sony, but that's kind of not good. I mean they could d- still use the download version or whatever, but that's not like that's just these people. These hundred thousand people still buying the PSP. That's, yeah. These are people that you could have fucking gotten exactly. maybe some of them to buy the Vita. Like right. you know, yeah. These people are already going to the stores to buy something. Yeah, I mean it's 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 more expensive, wow. but like some decent percentage of that would do it. And like, yeah, you can get you can get some of the games digital download or whatever, but it's complicated people don't understand it they don't know what they can get what they can't get how it's going to work you know people just want to fucking play monster hunter people right. just want to buy the thing that plays monster hunter yeah. mm-hmm. if you could have made that the vita well anyway okay and I'm that was a little tangent but no, no no but you're right and, and, and think, that's and that's why i think it will be the vita like eventually you know yeah but not before i well and so i say not before the 3ds version and I mean, we'll, we'll I, see all right Wait, yeah. so what'd you guys, did you guys bet a steak? We bet, yeah. a, we bet a steak, yeah. Okay. I, I was willing to bet more, but we, we toned it down to dude, steak. Well, if steak you know, at I'm least not, Chris is I'm not a baller, you know. I'm not a baller, I'm just confident in my, in my sure, bet. Sure, sure. So. Steak mm. in Japan is not, we're not talking about like Denny's steak, right? right, talking right. About we're talking like Ruth's Chris. Chris. steak. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's, that's not cheap. It's not cheap. No. Yeah. That's like $100 right Yeah, all right, all right. Um, I don't think, yeah. Back to sales um, games uh, that we're selling. Well, and so the, the larger point, uh, just to hit it again, too, like about Vita, there are games coming that we're excited about. Um, Luminez, of course. Mm. Uh, Wipeout is coming soon after the year. We're going to talk about that in a bit. There's an announced a demo coming. Um, yes, in January. January. Escape Plan, which a lot of people are excited about for the U.S. launch. Um. And Gravity Rush, why don't we talk about that? So, or Gravity Days in Japan, they released a demo um, on the 27th, along with new Vita firmware 1.51 that... Um, Which we don't even know what it did, because like... Yeah, they said, I, I read somewhere what it did. It was like stability with the... I can't. The freezing issues or something? No, it wasn't that. It, but it, it might have been that secretly, I hope. But Well, no, friend, our our friend of the show, Daniel uh, Robson, actually, who gave us an awesome bottle of champagne. Yeah, Cheers thanks. to you. Thank and you. chocolate. Um, yes, chocolate. And, and chocolate. Um, he, uh, you know, he had his feet to freeze like a lot of people did. So he then he did the firmware upgrade. A lot of people. And then yeah. it froze again after yeah. the firmware oh, upgrade. Really? So apparently that doesn't He was telling it. me about that, yeah. yeah. So what happens, what happens is, and John, you had this like right literally. Twice in like the first hour. As you were setting up, <laughs> right? Yes. What happens is it just completely freezes, nothing responds, and or it when it's off, it won't kind of turn on. Right. It's basically Mm-mm. bricked, some people call it, or right. frozen. And so, yeah, sometimes you can turn it off and then it won't come back on. And Sony has posted a while ago, maybe a week ago, they posted something. Sony Japan posted something saying, hey, we're hearing a lot of you talk about this mm-hmm. um, uh, freezing issue. Sorry about that. They did not issue a new firmware, which mm. people, Destructoid, et cetera, 
reported wrong and i tweeted them about it and they still didn't fix it <laughs> not that i'm bitter or anything but um so that actually got carried a lot of places in gadget everybody reported like oh sony issues apology and new firmware like there was no new firmware no. it was yeah. just they issued something that said okay here's what you do hold down the power button for like five seconds or whatever to turn it off which will it will turn off right then wait i wish i remembered what the japanese was but it was like wait a, a while. little while yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was like so ambiguous ambiguous yeah. i mean it's just yeah, yeah it was yeah. like it wasn't it wasn't even that because i had to mm-hmm. i had to go i had to check the translation for the for the what it was uh-huh. but it was like what does that mean i remember reading it's like how long and like even i repeat that and people are like what does that mean five minutes five right. hours it could mean any of those things <laughs> It means and then, they don't know either. Right. Exactly. And then hold the button for like 20 seconds and it'll hopefully power back on. And so now people are like, you know, friends of ours are like, oh, well, if you, you have to have the, you know, the charger plug in and like be facing west and, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. plug it in your PS3 and pull it out and right. then do it. It works better at night. Like, it, it's, it's <laughs> wherever so they are, crazy. like, stick it in the freezer to cool it down. Right. You, know? yeah. <laughs> you have to be at a Denny's because I was at a Denny's when, I, <laughs> when it worked for me. So, um, oh my God. But so this is actually, and then I, I tweeted again yesterday. Sony issued uh, another thing through their official Sony Japan through their official Twitter feed saying, um, hey, uh, users and retailers, uh, before you send in the Vitas right. that are frozen, just a reminder, here's the page. And they linked to the same thing that they had sent before mm-hmm. talking about how to <laughs> check and see, you know, before you send it in, because I a lot of people... I'm assuming, mm. completely just assuming, but a lot of people must be going back to retailers like, yeah. this thing is fucked. I just bought it. Mm-hmm. I said that the date. Remember I yeah. said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to return this is yep. what I said. And then right. it then just turned back on like five minutes later. And so you were like, like happy okay. when you started seeing other people complain about it. Yeah, like, okay, good. It's, it's not, not just, just me. me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I saw a lot of people on Twitter that's, saying that. Right? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the trouble with software issues. You know? Well, let's hope it's a software issue and not, yeah. uh, not a hardware. But I think it's a software issue. So there has not been a firmware update at least to address it yet. Right. If it is, I'm assuming it is as well. Yeah. I'm assuming yeah. this is like a hiccup and everybody in America is joking like, thanks for beta testing this for us. <laughs> like, I'm assuming and hope this stuff is going to be worked out before. Personally, it hasn't happened to me yet. Um, and I've been playing, I don't know, like not a ton, but a decent amount of Avita. I turn on every once in a while, play some Uncharted. Um, yeah, gravity. I've been using it a lot. It hasn't happened to me since. So. Good. Yeah. You've been playing a lot of Hot Shots. Golf, yeah. Yeah, I play that pretty much every day. Which was while. the best-selling um, in the sales numbers. So Vita's game sales were were pretty bad as well, actually, even mm. right from the start. But, but hard to track, too, right? Because exactly. they're online as well. Right. But, um, yeah, they're not posting that, right? I don't think no. so. Yeah. They should. If they're, they should, yeah. They really should. track I, those. But, right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I want to buy everything online. Sony should post those numbers or something just to Fuck make physical. their numbers look better. It's, you know, nobody does that. No, I nobody does, nobody but does they that. should. They protect that shit like the crown jewels. Yeah. Um, but in know. this case, I think it's making them look bad. So Well, right. So yeah. it, it, it does look bad because you're like, oh, Hot Shots sold like, I don't know, it was like 60-something thousand. Right. And that was the top selling game. It's like, uh-huh. really? Yeah. yeah. And then um, Uncharted came in next. And then second week. That, that same thing held through Hot Shots was number one, but it was at like number 37. Right. Mm. And Uncharted was at 40. And the thing is, yeah, you don't have the download sales to, to compare because, of course, 
the attach rate, if you added up all of the games, was less than one to a system. Right. Which is, right. of course, that's not going to happen. Sure. 3DS, by comparison, I think Layton sold, like, Layton was the number one launch game. I think mm-hmm. it sold around 120000 or somewhere around there It's mm-hmm. in its first week. But, um, so anyway, you're playing a lot of Hot Shots. Mm, yeah, um, there's yeah. some correction from what we said last time, right? Oh, right. Yeah, we were, we were uh, so yeah. And then to be fair, we all had the system for like five hours, so we like a lot of stuff was brand new to us. But we did mention that uh, you needed an online pass if you bought the download version. Like you had to pay for an online pass separately. Right. That's actually not true. The online pass comes with it. Okay, good. Oddly enough, it still shows up in your list as like something to download. Like they're, they're not really clear about how it works, but but yeah, you already have it, so you don't have to um, you don't have to pay extra for it. That's mm. good because that didn't really make sense. It didn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. No, yeah. but yeah, so that was that was a good thing to figure out. So what do you think uh, before we get into Gravity Days uh-huh. and the hot the hotness? Um, what do you think about Hot Shots? It's Hot Shots. I mean, you've played it. You've played it before. I like. What about it. online? What about you playing? Online's with fun. I played people? online. Yeah, yeah, I played a little bit with Winter and um, Async. Right. Uh, yeah, it kind of. I mean, you still have to wait for the other player to go before you can do your next turn. I thought you could, like, really? finish the whole course and then... Oh, that would be really mean? cool. Yeah. Well, what's the point of waiting I don't, to wait for another person? I don't know, but to be fair, I, I only played it that one time, so I might have just... I didn't really check the options. That might have been another option. I, I guess it's know. more exciting if you're going hole by hole than if you just... I play my 18 holes, and then I wait for you to finish, and then we just compare scores. Well, yeah, mm, but, that, but it's also not game. really... There's no real point in the asynchronous thing, if that's the case. No, right? so I don't really true. know exactly yeah it's a little weird but i mean it's fun it's it's golf i I knew what it was what i was getting into and it's 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 a perfectly it's really no difference not really not yet there's some stuff you could do with the back touch the back pad the rear touch pad i guess like like, but i mean what are you doing with it uh like i don't even know what it's doing like you touch it and like it's like (laughs) it it makes this like line on the screen that sort of shows like i think you can use it to sort of measure distance from where you are to where you're touching on the on the Field on the mm-hmm. on the green okay. Okay. too, okay. but it's like it's not. I, I don't use it that much. Um, right. Otherwise, so Obviously. far it's been more or less the, the same. Yeah, and uh, it's good, but it's that's all. It's not like I can't say like oh, like it's certainly not something that you couldn't get on any other platform or anything. But like you that. are you know playing I mean? it a lot. Yeah, because it's a good game. I like I like I've always liked it. I mean, I've played mm. probably about fifteen hours or so so far. So How about Ridge Racer. Not playing that at all. They yeah. had it. They had their first download thing the other day. It was like music only, like so no extra <laughs> tracks or anything. Um, they came out and said that they started making that game in the spring. Oh yeah, yeah. I noticed it's a in the U.S. It's not a launch title. It's a launch window title. Do you know when they really? announced the official launch list for the U.S. Gravity yeah. as well? Sadly, Gravity Rush is not a launch title. It's a launch window title. Hmm. Um, Something else we said though. Maybe was, they're going to finish Ridge Racer. I don't know. Well, so we talked about that last week, but I think, I, I can't remember exactly, but I think I saw some people talking about it. It sounds like the U.S. is probably going to be the same. That really? would be terrible. Still still cheaper a little bit, but yeah. st- mm-hmm. starting with kind of the core thing. We, and- that was another thing we talked about. Actually, this was Winturn, but Winturn was uh, complaining about the frame rate and stuff, and I think he exaggerated a little bit, and actually then Giant Bomb went and picked it up, and Patrick talked about it on the podcast there. It's not that bad. Like He, they, he made it sound, and Patrick repeated this on their podcast, that like... Like it chugs when you go around the corner. It's not like that at all. It's just it just clips a little bit. Like it's not like unplayable. It doesn't make it impossible to drift or whatever. It's fine. It's just unnecessary. Like in this that's, day and age. Oh, that's that's bad. No, no, I'm not saying it's not bad, but they made it sound like it's unplayable. It's not like that at all. It doesn't right. affect the game at all. All it is, it's like it stutters and it shouldn't. Like it shouldn't stutter. It shouldn't even be 30 frames. It should be 60 frames and yeah. perfect, yeah. if you ask me. No but. doubt. Something else that uh, we talked we talked about last week and specifically Winter was he was complaining about um, Uncharted and like the cutscenes and and stuff like that and I was 
kind of like poo-pooing it in my mind, if not verbally, while, while I was listening to it. But because <laughs> I was like, well, that's Uncharted, right? I mean, I like those right. things. But actually, now I, I, I played it a little bit more. Um, I'm not too terribly far into the game. I'm probably like chapter eight or so, somewhere around there. But um, it, uh, I know what he's talking about. The game basically starts as you do like sometimes like a minute or a minute and a half, then a minute cutscene, minute cutscene, minute, minute, blah, blah. And um, I really don't know what to think about Uncharted. Um, I it's it's still gorgeous like um especially getting into the different environments that first environment is just kind of like like uncharted 101 it's like oh right, right, jungle right. ruins wow okay yeah. why have i not seen this before right. um <laughs> and the shooting is not super exciting either i i i do find myself kind of forcing myself to play it i'm like well mm. i bought this game right I right play it um, they just put out a demo, so I was thinking of getting the demo. Oh, really? It out. Yeah, they put out a demo the same day that the Gravity uh, demo came out. Oh, okay. Well, you, t- you take know, my copy and play the Well, yeah, game. that's true. But I, I wonder. I was wondering, like, you know, maybe that shouldn't have been a launch game because, like, it's just too close to the last Uncharted. Like, Uncharted just came out a month ago or whatever. But Maybe they should have waited six months to give people something to look forward to. So it's going to be yeah. four, five months after. So. Well, and they well, need that game. Three months. They but, need that game, right? Yeah, I, mean, I guess so. It was like, ah, what the fuck do I buy? And I was like, well, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, it's the second best-selling game even in Japan. No, I know. But I do feel like they need something to look forward to. And that might have been maybe six months down the line. That might have been something to be... You know, excited about. That's sure, another sure, interesting sure. side note. Something Awada apologized for in the Nintendo conference that we'll talk about is like the gap between launch and now when the good mm. titles hit, which I swear to God, they're apologizing for every single new thing of hardware. It's like, right, right, no. We yeah, all know. know that this <laughs> is going to come. Too. I don't know right, if right. you saw one of his interviews recently. He's like, we should have had Mario 3D Land ready for launch. And it's like, uh, no, yeah, fucking yeah. Course. <laughs> Hey, five year old off the streets. Thank you for the fucking. <laughs> Pearl of wisdom. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. I don't no know why. shit. They keep saying that. Oh, but maybe they keep we should have had a Mario game for GameCube at launch. Oh, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no fucking shit. God damn. Yeah, but it's, it just astounds me that they do it every time. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And I mean, yeah. same thing is about hey. to happen with Vita. The drought, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. anyway, I'm getting way off. To, let's let's finish talking about Uncharted. So. The one couple more things I will say about Uncharted. There's there's not anything bad at all. Like it's it's pretty well done. I, it's really I, pretty too. Very, like I said, very pretty. I'm having more fun with it. The controls work fine. I don't really like the touchscreen navigation stuff. Um, a lot of other people are are liking that stuff, but um, you know, and I do like the touching a guy to take him down and that sort of thing. I I do think that it, I'm getting this feeling, and I hope other Vita developers do not uh, fall into this trap, but when the DS first came out, it was like, we have to use every single part right, of right. this new thing. Mm-hmm. We have to use the microphone. Mm-hmm. We have to use the touchscreen. And now with the Vita, it's like there's the gyroscope and we have to use the camera and we have to use this and that. Uncharted has you fucking doing charcoal rubbings, okay, right, right. in the first level where you're sitting there and just... Oh, I'm go- I mean, you can't see me, but I'm sitting here like my, my mouth open. Like, uh, I'm just going to fucking rub the whole screen. <laughs> this is so much fun. Okay. And then you like put, put, pick up an artifact and you have to rub the dirt off an artifact. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not even like a, like, it's not even always like a, like a, you know, Sanskrit 
you know, secret message or something you have to rub the dirt off of to see the extra what you just it's like a shovel. It. You pick up like a shovel and Man. rub the dirt off of it or it something. Make, it makes me want to play a really cool paleontologist game. Yeah, you know, yeah, where like you, right, exactly. you dig up dinosaurs. Yeah, there you go. There you Fossil go. Bam. <laughs> Fossil fighters. Yeah. Dude, it's it's actually that this funny you mentioned fossil fighters because fossil fighters has part like that right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. where you like have to like Only do it, it in it a makes, right it way it makes sense gameplay wise but, but there's but, some yeah. reason to do it right, right. there's a good yeah. and bad way to do it or something in fossil fighters I don't right. know this is just like rub the thing and move it around and rub it more right. and move it around it's just like Fuck, People man. have had, you know, touched devices for a long time now. It's not like when the 3DS launched and exactly. it was new to most right, dudes. Right, like, right. you don't need to do that Exactly. Sort of thing. Yeah. It's uh-huh. like, and hey, guess what? I don't need to fucking balance on another log or rope the rest of my life. Just like... <laughs> Nobody likes Attention that. Attention, everyone, including Skyward Sword, okay? Right, when that right. fucking happened in Skyward Sword, I'm like, are you, really? <laughs> really? Is this fucking like 2005? You, you seem angry, Mark. <laughs> I, I hate that shit. It's the most boring, dull, no one is exciting. It's not even life or death. If you screw it up, you like fall and then you can get right, back up. That's right. always that way. Uh-huh. God, it, uh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. I hate that so much. Breathe, it's man, such breathe. lazy bullshit design. Like, uh-huh. okay, then we'll have another log here where he has to fucking balance and use the gyroscope, and then there's another right. rope where you have to balance and use. And it's so fucking lazy. That's something I've actually been pleased with 3ds about, and they actually mentioned this. Uh, yeah, maybe it was Iwata or Miyamoto or somebody, but they've like been telling people that you know just make games like you don't have to go and like use right. every feature of the system mm. anymore or mm. or don't like go out of your way like you know regular games are okay too like mm. right and that's true like that's it's totally fine true. i think that's yeah. what they've been, they've been making it optional i feel like people still do it but like they make it more or less optional right. but we'll get into some aspects of this i think when we start talking about the 3ds stuff sure sure um, but um, so then with uh, just to finish out uncharted um you know it does have like the full the full voice the full story I feel, um, I guess, and there's nothing bad about the game, but it's it's not grabbing me like Uncharted Three. It just feels like, um, you know, I guess it feels like a like a photocopy of it, of 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 it or something. It's mm-hmm. like okay. Everything's right. done right, and I can see everything or whatever. It's like but somebody it, made Uncharted with like the Uncharted creation kit or something. Like right, you give them all the tools they need to do it, and they like put the it together. There's like the girl, hero, you know, heroine, and the guy who's right. probably you know, going to double cross you, and, sure. and it just yeah, it feels like by the numbers, I guess, kind of thing sure, instead sure. of inspired and weird and kind of out there. But I guess the newness of it is supposed to be, hey, this is on a handheld now, and it is impressive for that, right? But well, there's still that thinking too that goes way back, even probably like to the Game Boy days, where like every like you know, well back then it made more sense, but where like you sort of have your handheld version of the console experience. But the thing is, the, the lines are so they're, they're just they're the same now. They're not you know back in the day you had your handheld Zelda and it was it didn't look like your real Zelda or whatever. It was still a cool game, but it was different enough. But now like Uncharted Vita looks like Uncharted PS3. That's like, true. I mean God of War too, like God of War yeah. Origins or whatever on PSP looks great and everything. And those guys did a good job with it. But it is still the same thing more or less. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the lines aren't that different anymore. So I feel like it's it's yeah, lost its appeal a bit in, mm-hmm. in in a sense. You know, like I I. I don't see much of a reason to have to get one or the other when they're so it's similar. It's weird, though, because the reason – it used to be the reason – the only reason they didn't make a real Zelda or a real they could whatever right? is because they couldn't. Exactly. Technically. Right, right. But exactly. now, yeah, now they kind of can. It's like back – it's like the arcade and home conversions back in the day. They were yeah. different because they had to be, but now they don't. And right. now, so it's, it's almost like, like you can be lazier in your game design, I guess, but, but mm. you're getting closer to the home console experience. I don't know. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I think, you know – 
something I personally would be really interested more to see more of with handhelds is like take these franchises that I really like, but then go in a totally different direction. Like I don't mean I want uncarded, but I mean like you know <laughs> I do I would like to see like a different kind of like uncharted or just you know pick right. your other uncharted. Skyrim. Young, yeah. maybe there's some young sort of, Nathan Drake. Maybe you know, there's more of that yes, young, the young Indiana Jones Chronicles. You know, yeah, of, yeah, that would yeah be, but make it an RPG or something. You know what I mean? Like make it something okay. different. That's like it would actually be interesting. So I can enjoy the universe, but actually right. feel like I'm playing something exactly, new and different. Yeah. You know, interesting. Yeah, interesting that's a cool idea. idea. Yeah. Um, last thing about Uncharted, you collect about a fucking zillion different things. <laughs> Doodads and z- I don't z- give a shit. <laughs> like I'm not gonna sit around taking pictures with the fucking gyroscope. Like really? Like I look at the subscreen <laughs> and it's like, here's the first thing to take a picture of. Take a picture of the bridge, and I'm like, all right, well, the, the bridge I'm gonna see. That's obvious. All right, and then like picture two is like, here's a cliff. Like I'm not gonna fucking <laughs> look around for this specific cliff and take a picture. Are you kidding me? Like. <laughs> Kodak moments. Come on. And I like collecting. There's like, there's a lot, too much different stuff to be collected. Well, remember, there's probably these games are targeting a younger audience. Like these, back in the day, like your college days or something, you probably had more time to be looking for cliffs. I mean, know? and there are those people that are obsessed about that kind of stuff. And I'm sure, sure there's achievements tied to it all. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. There's people who just fucking love scanning cliffs. <laughs> um, <laughs> God, this reminds me. There's something. The same about- people enjoy, you know, s- scuffing off the dust of those. That's probably. Then maybe there's like a yeah. There's yeah. some people like raging at the podcast right it's now. Probably so an like, achievement that for like sounds cleaning your shovel. Awesome. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with him? Cliff pictures and charcoal rubbings and dust cleaning. Ten out of ten. Um, but I, I've spent way too long talking about negative stuff. Like I said, you can. You know, the, the charcoal rubbings, you can kind stuff. of yeah. leave it, <laughs> it's easy to point take it or leave it. Stuff. Well, it's just not as much to talk about when the rest of it is, this is just like solid uncharted. Right. It's right. like, it's not bad. It's not, you know, blow your doors off fantastic. Right. Who could that, who would be the mystery guest calling into the A4 podcast? It cannot be the UPS guy because John got his copy of Hyrule Historia. That's right, the amazing mm. Zelda book. We'll talk about it a little later. Somebody's probably going to come to the door in a couple seconds. That's yeah. our friend from Capcom, but he's not allowed to talk on the podcast, uh, so I will take care of him. Bad. Um, but uh, that's that's. I guess that's all I got to say about Uncharted Vita. <laughs> I, I still won't say that it's a bad you know title to get when you need a, a, a Vita game. I can, right. definitely can't um, recommend uh, something else above it, Ridge Racer. I, mean, I don't care about Hot right. Shots. Well, some people were in our, our feedback and stuff. Some people were wondering why we didn't talk about, you know, a lot of the other launch games and stuff. But, I mean, there was a lot of stuff that just wasn't, you know, it was well, like... We all kind of bought the same game. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm not going to go out and buy the, you know, Pikmin in Hell or whatever, like some of those other games. So, you know... Um, Army we'll, we'll Corps of Hell, though, but people, yeah. People, yeah, people that have some positive stuff to say I, about it. I actually it. do want to play that. Yeah. There are, it's, it's not... That's a legitimate beef with our last sure, podcast sure. is we haven't played a breath of a lot of uh, right. different games. Something we should talk about, let's talk about Gravity Gravity. Days oh, yeah, yeah, the demo. Gravity the demo Rush. And we've said this before, but we I, I actually worked on that game, um, so I've seen the entire game, so I've got to be careful about what I can or can't say. But right. the demo, you played the demo for the first time. I played the demo for the first time, and I, I went into this with like fairly high expectations. Mm. This was like... One of my most anticipated um, Vita games. There was kind of some good, a little bit of good buzz coming off it after TGS. Um, screenshots looked really good. The idea was kind of cool. I'm like, okay, this is going to be cool. I was really impressed. Like, yeah. blown away. Like, r- way more than I expected to be. Hmm. Just like, 
super excited. I'm surprised to hear that from you because so, you're not you're not the type to usually get like yeah. super excited about yeah, anything. What, what, yeah. This is what coming it? from the same uh, guy who just now was like you know cranky Screen old man. Yeah. Grand, yeah. <laughs> it's just what, what was exciting. He for can you? be enthusiastic. So yeah. it was it was. I mean everything as like a whole package. So first of all, the game is gorgeous. I mean, and yes. I get this it looks out of good, the yeah. I get this out yeah. of the way first because honestly, this is like the least exciting thing about it. But the game looks really cool. It's got a super unique kind of comic-driven art style, which they yeah. use in the cutscenes are kind yes. of like comic frames. They move back and forth, um, but like unique, unique characters. Um, pretty cool world. It's like. You know, it's like slightly futuristic, a uh, little European flavor to it, like mm. a, a, a very unique um, in that respect. A little bit yeah, of Blade really Runner, nice but kind of like a, I don't know how to describe it, like a 40s Blade Runner. Yeah, like, mm, yeah, yeah. The architecture is very, is like old, but at the well, same like time, there's like big Steampunk, old, maybe? This yeah, a little, steampunk, bit, a little bit. A little bit. Definitely. You got like blimps up with, yeah. you know, TV monitors totally, on them and totally. stuff like that. But, um, also, at the same time, very like an anime kind of veneer over the entire well, thing. Sure. What I really liked about the aesthetic of of Gravity Days Rush, whatever, right? Um, <laughs> I just call it so Gravity. So I just, gravity, gravity Days in Japan. I liked, gravity, I liked Rush. gravity Days better. The name, but you know, people don't agree Z. with me on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> people here sitting here. Um, but what I was saying is, uh, the aesthetic is, you know, Japanese yeah. in a way, but. It's like definitely. still definitely like caters to the you know American or you know Western audience. Like it's not so like moe or you know totally mm-hmm. Japanese well, yeah. to where it's, it's, the thing is it's yeah. a good medium. It is has it has basically it has art direction. Like it actually yeah. has a it has specific a real art direction. It was a yeah. designed yeah. you know it was an intentional kind of world design yeah. that I think is very international. Not, I wouldn't say lacking, but you just don't see it as often anymore. Or it's just they all look the same. They're all that sort of Call of Duty. Whatever. Right. It's a very unique, uh, kind of interesting world, and I think that actually adds to the appeal of the game a lot. Absolutely. So yeah. so, and then from there, um, you've got kind of open world ish aspects to it. it. The demo is is well, it's not short, but it's not long. It's maybe like fifteen minutes. It's a TGS demo. It's the exact same demo they yeah. had at TGS. Okay. Yeah, I played it at TGS. Yeah. Um, but you know it. It it seems to hint at a kind of open-ish levels. You're definitely not being funneled down a hallway, at least in the demo. Um, and the gameplay, which... Um, so basically, you... The R-Trigger and L-Trigger are used a bunch. So R-Trigger basically puts you into zero-G. You, like, float... You, like, lose gravity and then float up into the air, and you can move around, aim at whatever, and then wherever you're aiming at, 360 degrees, you hit R again, and you kind of shoot towards that. Right. That's and, your ground, basically. And that'll become your ground level. Could so, be the side of a building right. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, and, the- and you can stop in the middle of that, so you could, you know... Hit R, go zero G, then aim, you know, at a 90 degree angle for a building. Hit R again, you'll start to shoot towards it. Hit R again in the middle of that, you'll stop again, going back into zero G, point straight up, shoot again. Yep. That's where the game get becomes super fun and awesome. And I mean, yeah. you get a taste of it in the demo, but in the in the final game, it's even 
way more so like you can really start feeling like a ninja when you're yeah. flying around the screen. <laughs> yes, and you, get used you can to the build controls. up that skill. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to shoot over there and then quick turn, do up here, you know, fight some dudes, whatever, throw off some stuff, zoom again. Like, you just feel like a right. total badass. Yeah. Well, and because at halfway, cool. while, while you're shooting at somebody, you can do like a kick, right? And that yeah. becomes like an attack. So yes. you're kind of aiming at something. And then L trigger at any time will, which I think was also a genius move, bring you down to the ground right normal gravity off. yeah exactly it just says okay what the fuck is going on it just mm-hmm. reorient me bam earth. immediately mm-hmm. right welcome to earth yeah totally. um so wow. that was cool and just unique right this yeah, is like yeah. a unique weird yeah. cool thing and it actually works within gameplay like it's not just a gimmick so like like i said the the demo has you just kind of, okay, hit this point, get this point, kind of get used to using the RNL and whatever. But then it has like some enemies attack. And so you're using this thing, this using the zero G stuff within attacks and it, it works. Like it's yeah, not yeah. hard or weird. Yeah. You and actually, it. like, I don't, I don't know if they explain it in the demo or not. They might, but like, you know, the further away you attack from, your velocity sort of increases, so the, you can do inertia, more damage. Yeah. They do say that. Part. Okay, yeah. yeah. They do, yeah. they do mention that. Stuff like that is yeah. really cool. And like, a, and then a boss appears. You basically attack a bunch of things, and then a boss appears, and it, it is the glowing orb weak point hit me here, like boss fight. Right. But because you have this mechanic, like it feels kind of fresh. It's, yeah, yeah. it's weird. You're like launching yourself like a missile, yeah. basically at different things. Um, but it, it just feels good. It yeah, feels yeah. right. And yeah, I'm I'm just excited for the, the our larger game and everything in a whole. Like this reminded me really what you know I think we loved about Japanese games in like yep. the 90s. Exactly. And it's just like this unique whole vision that is not focus tested and not probably for everybody to (laughs) be honest but like when you get it you totally get it yeah and it's just like this cool unique vision that just seems like yeah and And the pedigree is is high i mean the the director of the game toyama-san is uh you know he created silent hill like Mm -hmm. the first silent hill and he made the siren games like this guy is a guy who makes quality games. Right. Siren, which I think Blood Curse is really like underrated. Like that's I, the PS3 one. I that's guess, the PS3 or? one. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the name, right? Like, I I forget. But yeah. I I was surprised games. I hadn't heard as much. Maybe it was because they went with that weird distribution model about right. that game. But some people talk about that game. Um, who know what they're talking about? But it's definitely flawed, but in a really interesting way. I'm I'm curious about with Gravity when you were uh, um. Looked like when you're, you know, when you went into zero G and then you were looking around. What did you use to to aim? Did you use the the gyro or did you no, use the right stick? I did not use the gyro. Really, because yeah. that really it's, it's really use, it works great in that game. Like really? that's the first game that I played where I actually didn't because I kind of felt the same way. I, yeah. If you're going to turn around all the way, it doesn't make sense, right? Because you literally right. would have to turn around. But if you're just like aiming in the general direction, the movement is like immediate and it feels yeah. really good. And sometimes huh. it's easier to aim. To, to focus your aims. Yeah. yeah. So in the full game, what I ended up doing basically because I've already played through the whole thing, like I basically. Um, ended up doing like half and half like sometimes i would use the gyro sometimes i would use the right yeah. stick you can mm. use either or at any time so that's interesting yeah Super i'll have helpful. to i guess yeah. i will try that i usually get just kind of planted when i'm playing my handheld games but yeah um, um, but so, I'm really glad you. I'm super glad you like it. I'm glad people yeah. are excited about it because mm-hmm. I was really happy that we had a chance to work on it. It works yeah. out good that we worked on it because yeah, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, oh, yeah. good. <laughs> this is actually like a really exciting, exciting I, game. I was really hoping this was going to be a launch title. Like so, I was. That's why I, I was think like the really pumped was too. Yeah. <laughs> I was so pumped for the Vita for this specific title. Like, yeah. I, this is the only game I played at TGS on the Vita because I could 
Right. I, that yeah. was only, you know, two hours long. But this is good. It's good. I mean, they do. They can't have everything at launch, right? So yeah. it is good yeah. that uh, two months in or whatever, they're going to have another. So here's something to look mm. forward to. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. Definitely. Um, Wipeout, some people are, are excited about coming soon um like i said escape plan for u.s launch that should be good i mean there's there's some stuff coming there's some trickle i yeah, mean yeah. mentioned before there's we were a little worried about the hardware moving stuff but as a vita owner um there's some stuff i'm definitely yeah. looking and the wipeout to. demo comes out in january they said right yeah I so i have something. that here um i'm glad they're getting it? demos out i mean I mean, I don't, it's common sense, but that doesn't hasn't always necessarily meant much. <laughs> so, so, why about twenty forty eight? The demo is coming out on January seventeenth, and then the game right after on the nineteenth. Ten courses, five teams, four ships per team. Some good music, um, etc. Um, just rounding out Vita news. Then a couple more apps were announced at this um, Hong Kong game show. It's supposed to be out early next year. Uh, Wake Up Club. Which is a kind <laughs> I heard of about this an alarm clock, but there's there, actually there's some iPhone apps that are kind of like this. You can make wake up messages for your friends, mm. and uh, they, I, I haven't seen the detailed information, but just just that. But the way that the iPhone ones work, right, is you can say, okay, hey, any any of my friends can make a wake up message for me, and then set it, and then when whatever time of day rolls around when you wake up. It just pulls their, mm. their it's message. It's a voice message. So, voice or video or mm. both or whatever. Yeah. Um, they, they, I don't know about the Vita one specifically, but you can do. Are, a lot, you can imagine you could do some funny shit with your friends. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Aren't um, there trophies associated with that game? I, I, trophies? I, I wasn't sure if they were joking. Or with these they, apps? No, yeah. I, th- I think they I think said there that there were. Trophies, I mean, right? they have yeah. trophies with Torne. The, the, you know, no, I know the, that. The, so like, I'm not surprised <laughs> if they do. But that that's cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's great. Absolutely. You annoyed the shit out of 10 of your friends in a yeah. row. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the other app? Picture Park, which is uh, like basically draw on photos and send them to your friends. That's kind of that cool. Kind of crap. You know, I, will, I do. I that think, should just be built into the. No, I know a lot of this stuff. Like, I don't but, need another separate right. app for that. But speaking of stuff built into the system, I think I might have mentioned this last week. I don't remember. It was day one. But now that I've had the Vita for two weeks and had time to play with it, I know some of you guys from Sony listen to the podcast. <laughs> I'm not trying to hate. But you really need to do something about the apps on the system, like Near especially. They make no sense. I do not know what Near <laughs> does or why after two weeks. And it's fully in English. It's not a language thing. Right. And it even has a manual. And I read the manual. Like, oh, really? The digital manual. I was just I don't like, know what the hell it's yeah. doing or why or how. And I've asked my friends, like, it's funny do, you, yeah. do you know how Near works? And everybody's like, no, no. I don't. Like, I don't know what Near is it's or funny, how it works. Yeah, because I always just assumed, like, oh, you know, maybe I wasn't paying attention when I first, <laughs> the first time I loaded up right. or whatever. But I do the same thing no. and I ask everybody and they're like no i don't even know how to get back to what i did last time yes. like the whole experience is not user friendly and like you mentioned last week the friends list and the trophies list being different apps actually is starting to bother me now because i'm keep having this like i go to one app to to compare trophies with my friends who are playing golf right. and then it sends me to the other app to look on the friend list right and like load wow. it up then it doesn't load it's just like all this stuff is not user friendly at all mm. meanwhile on my yeah. 3ds everything is like designed for a four-year-old to be able to figure out on your own well on their own. I wouldn't 100% say that. Like, I've had to sit there with the 3DS sometimes like, wait, what is fucking Nintendo video separate from, like, Nintendo Channel? That's fair. I don't use any of those. So, yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'm trying to figure that stuff out recently. And then, like, okay, how do I just fucking download? I just want to get, like, you know, 
uh, a, a demo or the ambassador games or whatever and like oh i gotta go to you know your like download history right yeah well okay that's fair enough but that that was like i mean and then on actually, the whole just to change my message for my me yeah because i saw we exchanged friend codes finally and okay I'm like oh, okay where do i put in this this fucking sure code? sure I, the difference between the uh me plaza and the what's the fucking, oh the me studio or whatever. yeah yeah like yeah. I I know that now. I know that from the Wii. It's sure. a separate thing. It's been a separate thing. But like, let's just get this shit all in one place <laughs> yeah. and figure it right. out. Okay? I'm with like, you on that. Yeah. But but the thing that bothers me the most about Nier is I, I think Nier's cool. Like I th- I think it might be cool, but I <laughs> yeah, can't yeah. tell because I don't I know. know. Like it's 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 tracking a lot of data. It yeah. seems like like it's telling right. me like all these people are playing games nearby and like it has sort of a grid like radar and there are people in the vicinity. In fact, the other day. Uh, Wintern was like in the area and then like I, he popped up on my map like when oh, I just happened oh, to be looking cool. at it I mean it wasn't like it notified me or something but I was like oh okay <laughs> so I messaged him I like are you really here or is this thing just screwed up and he's like no I was nearby but it's like okay that's cool but what does it mean I don't know what I can do because he's nearby I don't know right. like, what all these stats are it's throwing right. back and I, forth and you just have to be looking at it at the moment to notice that right you would have had to yeah it didn't like notify mm. me and then like you, you know every there now and then other things though that you get notified of like you, you got game goods yeah go pick up your good like the english is horrible too like whoever <laughs> wrote this you really need to fix that but it's like that too it's like okay i got game goods what does this mean i think it means i can go to a game and download the item within the game but it doesn't explain it anywhere it's just it's a mess and i i think like i said i think it's cool i think it might be cool so i kind of want to figure it out yeah. but they need to set it up so it's so easier to understand yeah and i you know i will say like because we talked about the live area and some people were catching on that um online the live area which is like the launching pad for every app before you go into the app or back into the app if you back out of it like i'm not a, like I, and I, I was saying like why do i have this extra step just bring me back into the app when i want to mm-hmm. do it which i i do still feel but if if there were reasons to go to the live area, for example, you know, if on the store live area, when it gets there, if the top five or six things that I'm probably going to want from the store are shortcuts right there on the live they area. They do do that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but mm. but it, once it's to the point where these are useful things, right. then I'm not against the idea. That could right. be cool, but I need them to be useful things. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, I just want to get into the game right something i noticed about like you like i was thinking about this a lot like why does my mark not like live area like i don't know why i think about these things but uh, probably because i was using live area (laughs) and i was thinking turning at night like (laughs) couldn't sleep why mark but because i actually do like it and i think the thing is like you don't have a lot of time and you're kind of impatient because you don't have a lot of time you just want to get right to the thing but i think a lot of people do have time for this stuff. And I think the fact that there's like a kind of a launch pad for all this other stuff surrounding a game you bought, right. some people buy one game a month maybe, you know, it's pretty cool. Like you have like kind of this sort of little personal like, home home desktop for your game. And there might be a game. That's what I mean. It's dependent on the thing. Like if right. Dark Souls, God willing, ever comes out for the Vita or a dark whatever game, right. like I can see going into that thing where you page up and you see what all your fr- and friends sure, activity sure. is in the game and what's going on and that sort of thing like that's cool then again that could have just been in the game right i mean well yeah arguably I, sure i mean but you could say that about anything right at that point you're just starting to we're starting to i guess split hairs but i mean you know like in golf i did notice like there there's a shop in the game but i think they'll tell you from the live area remember there was that like question mark thing last week we were like maybe something will appear there we don't know right. what it'll be like i think it's like tells you when the shop has like discounted items and stuff it's like you know whatever it adds to the experience it's not really unless you really are just like have no time at all and are super impatient i think there's no real downside to it 
But okay. but they should be creative about how they use it. It'd be cool to see yeah. developers do like interesting things. That's what just it. make it worth the extra button press right. that I gotta do. Or even like hide some stuff. Like do like some Metal Gear like Hideo stuff. Remember that? Like with the Metal Gear Solid One when like, you know, he was like screwing with you with the Psycho mm-hmm. Mantis. Like do stuff like that. Like yeah, cool it, stuff in there true. where actually it affects the real game, but you don't know unless you mess with it or it something. It could do some interesting stuff that mm-hmm. way, yeah. Um, so just to finish off Vita and we'll move into 3DS, we mentioned a little bit earlier, this Forbes article that's making some waves. Um, this is kind of what started off this whole chicken little discussion. This guy basically saying Sony in big trouble with PS Vita after the second week, um, Mm. in sales. And the proof that he's holding up is basically that the drop off, um, went down to 72 K. Uh, units sold and right you know nintendo dropped to 210 and they still had to drop their price and mm-hmm. you know he's taking it as well the um psp was like the super hot you know um item in japan let's see the the upcoming u.s launch could be a true debacle for several reasons sony has decided to price the vita at 250 Higher than the Amazon Kindle Fire. He's like obsessed with the Amazon. That's an Kindle odd Fire. argument, yeah, because I don't even like the Fire, but that's a different story. Whatever. The that's hottest... for our, uh, our our Kindle podcast. Yeah. Right. The hottest games, like the latest Uncharted, are priced at fifty dollars, while many other major titles are forty. Now, okay, I do think he's going somewhere here. Yeah. Now he's like, the pricing seems delusional in light of the Japanese response to PSP Vita. So, you know, here's the problem, like. And then, then he goes on into a large argument about like how Japan's the last stronghold of portable game consoles. 3DS stumbled badly during its early months, and he's saying it should have been a surefire blockbuster in the domestic market. The summer softness in Japan may have been an early warning of blah 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 blah. 3DS, like same again, this goes back to the same thing happened with the DS. Like there just weren't the games. So you right. get the initial bump and then it dies off and mm-hmm. then it comes back. Um, and then, of course, you know, with the DS, even you had, I think, it launched in the holidays. Um, and this didn't have the holidays to, right. to go behind it. Um, and then he takes it as a bad sign. You know, the ancient and heavily discounted PSP outsold the brand new Vita by 40% during Christmas week. Um, yeah, much is now riding on the Vita debut in the U.S. market February. I do agree on that. And, yeah, we do watch every week, I think, even closer now. Uh, you know, with Twitter and everything, people are hearing about stuff even faster. The news cycles smaller mm-hmm. and smaller. Yeah, but um, so, yeah. yeah, I do think that that was interesting about the backwards compatibility thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that now they're talking about it's funny what a difference a few months makes because everyone's talking about the Vita price, like oh that's awesome price and how great a price that is and everything. Now everybody's like, oh, it's too expensive. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think the, the hardware price itself, way too high. I don't think the hardware itself is like too expensive. But I think the games are too expensive. So what this guy I is mean, saying is that Sony has approached PS Vita launch in America with arrogance, pricing the console and games high, which I think they're selling it at a loss. Right. Yeah, they, I don't. You could get on a huge loss, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you know. You could if argue that 3DS pricing was maybe a little arrogant, given right. the hardware that was sure. included. Seriously. But uh-huh. I, you know, the games. Maybe that is a little arrogant to expect people to pay fifty dollars for right. a, a handheld game. But the con- the console itself, like, it's pretty that's a one. That's a one time purchase, it and it's you know, yeah. I don't think it's outrageous. It's I a mean, good starting mm-hmm. price, you know, like. I mean, yeah. PS3 came out at 600. Maybe I, that's a little arrogant. Didn't PS1 come out at 299? Like, I think, you know. I do think that. Well, it was a long time I ago. do think that they're going to have to get to 200 uh, pretty fast. Eventually. 
uh, pretty maybe, fast. It may be sooner than they want to, but perhaps well, just yeah. to get the so, thing. Same thing just happened to be, with Nintendo. So. Just to be right. competitive. Got to get it into people's mm-hmm. hands before they Definitely. can buy any games. So. He, right. he also does talk about missing the the Christmas season. Yes, launching in February. Absolutely. Totally Bad agree with. idea. Totally agree with. Um, Terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah. So then that's about it. We won't talk too much about other stuff. But but yeah, I mean, the same guy, again, you could look back at the PSP launch, which was in 2004, and be like, oh, the handheld market is doomed and whatever. That doesn't mean that it's not doomed. Or I, I'm just saying what you're pointing at as evidence right, is not, it there. It doesn't it's, really hold up. It's going to yeah. be games. It's going to live and die by the games, and <laughs> mm-hmm. it's going to live and die by the publisher support. Right. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about, not having Monster Hunter, whether or not you care about Monster Hunter, is a big bellwether signal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did like that he point. I mean, I, I'm he. Yeah, that that article was interesting because it seemed like that guy did sort of know what he was talking about, but not entirely. Like you know, he did point out also how like you know basically if the market is going in the direction he says it is, and and I think I think we can all agree it. it, it how fast no or how much denying, it is going that right? There's no denying that of course the the right. handheld dedicated console market is softer than it but he's right that sony's going to get bit more than nintendo is because the guy basically at the trail at the tail of this you know thing which nintendo is kind of leading is the one who's going to get hurt the most i think sony's going to suffer for it more than nintendo for sure and i think he's right about that Mm. interesting well Mm. all right so speaking of nintendo speaking of handheld gaming uh, 3ds there's a shitload to talk about there um as well uh in contrast to the the vita that thing has been selling like mad Crazy. Insane. Uh, Japan and America. Um, in Japan, it's breaking. The week Monster Hunter came out, it broke its first week record. Um, now it's selling over half a million. Didn't it break like every record? Like I, some, like the best-selling week ever or yeah, something? Yeah, for that for week like, in December. Okay, okay. Which um, is like a prime. It's kind of like one of the prime holiday weeks, yeah. I guess. Yeah, so. Christmas sales. It's yeah. over $4 million now. It, I mean, it was over $4 million earlier than they thought. Mm-hmm. Um, sold 510000 yeah, in a single week. Mm. I mean, that is Mario... Mario Kart and Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter. like yeah. a triple For hit. Sure. All three yeah. of those games yeah. have shipped over a million. Mario and Mario Kart have all sold, both sold over a million. Uh, Monster Hunter's on its way. It's at like eight eighty. Um, that shit is just driving hardware sales like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then Nintendo had their another dire- Nintendo Direct conference, which um, the first one they had a, a Japanese and an American version, Reggie. right? Shiny chin, shiny chin. Shiny polished up his chin and came out on Ustream um, like a day after. <laughs> that a would be like a special version action figure if they had like you know gaming industry action <laughs> right. figures. I would yeah. want uh, you know shiny Send chin in Reggie. Proof of purchase, right. ten proof of right. purchases, and you get like shiny chin Reggie. Um, what what's about wrong with Iwata's you? hands? So right, right. I want yeah. like hair flip, the hair, Iwata. hair flip, yeah. Iwata. action um, hands. Yeah, uh-huh. like, yeah. There's like a lever on the, his back where he does a hair flip and <laughs> activate it. Yeah. Um, so this time was just Japan, uh, was not subtitled, much to the chagrin. Some people, I don't know why, thought that it was going to be. <laughs> um, it focused on a lot of games that are either not announced for America or not coming for a while for America. So it kind of wouldn't have made sense. The, the sure. Japanese theme was here's the games coming in the first three months through March. And then they spent a little time on games after that. Um, this is a smart way to publicize your stuff that's coming out, by the way. I it think. is. And they said they're going to do more of um, this weird that they only announced them like two days before they happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, is weird. But, you know, you can watch it afterwards and, and whatever. True, so true. this time was Iwata again. Um, he was in the their motion capture studio, like – 
which is beneath the Nintendo headquarters, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> like, dungeon. Yeah, in the bowels, the secret underground caverns of... Uh, that was uh, Yamauchi's old torture chamber, I Nintendo, think. Right. Yeah, exactly. His bat cave where he like, went out to tend to his love hotels in the middle of the night. Um, he did own love hotels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he did. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Um, so let's see. So he, he started up front. We mentioned the apology about, um, you know, the gap in software. Um, but you know, kind of smiling. He knows, he <laughs> right. <says that>. he's, <laughs> he knows he's like, yeah, um, things are going okay. You all doubted us. Um, so then they went into games. Basically, this whole thing was 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 mostly games. Um, they started with Ghost Camera, which is for the makers of Fatal Fr- Fatal Frame, right? Um, yeah, which has kind of become this weird thing. The last game was for Wii, and anyway, Nintendo publishes it while yeah. like, Tecmo develops it or what, whatever. What's Ghost Camera? Ghost Camera is like a weird so a ghost hunting game, like kind of, it, and like, well, how would you? So first of all, it's like a cheaper. It's not even like a full game, like Fatal Frame, really? as I understand it. There is there's a few different modes, okay. And, like, first of all, I think to understand this, like, like Hiroko, there's, like, a weird Japanese thing mm-hmm. with taking pictures and kind of finding ghosts in pictures and that's, stuff. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, America, yeah. too. Yeah. Nah, like you it find, is. You find ghosts in pictures Dude, there are not the TV shows in America dedicated <laughs> to, like, here's pictures that we took. Oh, my God, there's a ghost over here in yeah. the shadow, like, in the corner. Well, maybe not entire TV shows, right. but, It's I really mean, huge in Japan. There's definitely but ghost hunting yeah. TV shows no, in America. Yeah, no, no question. There's ghost Japan hunting. loves the supernatural sort of, not even just supernatural, but just, like, unbelievable stuff. Because they yeah, tend yeah. to, you know. But with cameras specifically. Uh-huh, pictures. Right. That's yeah. a big thing. Yeah. There's okay. books yeah. about it. There's yeah. TV shows about it. And so Fatal Frame. People know in America no fatal fatal frame, but they don't. I don't think they fully get that that's kind of coming from this thing here. Mm. Where like, Wait. I wish we could like show an example on the on on the podcast, but like you know, you'll take a picture of like you know two schoolgirls. We've taken a picture, mm-hmm. and then the shadow of something or whatever uh-huh. in the background looks exactly like a face uh, or something yeah. creepy. Uh-huh. And then you know uh-huh. the audience will go like, ah, oh my god, or like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. There's like, even. Spe- like specific spots that you find those things. Uh-huh. Right. So there's like there's uh, a waterfall. waterfall. There's yeah. a wa- specific waterfall that everybody goes to on a school trip. <laughs> yeah. But when you and everybody takes a picture, a school, a class picture in front of that waterfall. Uh-huh. But it is it is told that you know a lot of people um, commit suicide uh, at that waterfall. that waterfall. So yeah, yeah you see uh, you see ghosts oh, in the pictures. That's that's, awesome. like, that's a very famous. Yeah. Um, and there's always stories about it too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and, and this apartment is one where somebody killed themselves. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, like yeah. So anyway, this um, game. There's a few different <laughs> modes. One of them, it comes with a book. It's like an AR adventure oh thing. God, it comes with a book rad. where the ghosts and things are coming 3D kind of out of it. And you have to do some shit. I don't know what, but <laughs> um, you do some shit and shit happens. Mm-hmm. Um, other stuff, there you can like take pictures but actually find ghosts AR style popping out of stuff. Um, and then I can't remember. What does it look like? Does it look like real ghosts, or yeah, is it, it more like cheesy a, or what? It looks like shit in that TV show. It's like oh, white, really? you know, kind of oh, I opaque. I would love that kind I would of stuff. Hate that. Um, yeah, so you can you know take real pictures and have mm-hmm. you know, have fun doing that. Um, that's actually something else that they talked about. They're doing a photo contest, a 3DS photo contest, uh-huh. um, where you send in pictures that you took with your 3DS. Mm-hmm. Uh, this starts January 18th. Um, Celeb judges 
pick from that pick from them and you like win prizes um you're gonna be able to view them on your pc or the 3ds but you can uh watch you can see them in 3d uh-huh. um if you look at them on your 3ds Mm-mm. so is there like a theme or like you could just take right any now, picture yeah right now they didn't say they said there's gonna be a series of them so i don't know if they're gonna be month to month but that mm. actually could be it could end up being cool mm. um yeah. that's again i don't know if they're gonna do anything like that for america but um mm. So then they uh, going back to games. Um, the one of the new games that they talked about was um, Kiki Trick for the Wii. That was the most interesting, or or I should say, just weird thing of this whole conference to yeah. me. It was this game Kiki Trick from uh, Sakimoto, right? The guy who made Metroid. That's right. Yeah. Uh, WarioWare. Um, also, yeah. it's the WarioWare team. Right. Basically, um, so it's a Wii game. Um, a lot of this, most of it. All of it. <laughs> Besides that, was really 3ds. But this was a, a Wii game up That's front, true. and I didn't even realize it was Wii until after the fact. Like to me, yeah. it looked like it should have been, could have been a 3ds game. You could see this coming out for 3ds, yeah, you know, too. But um, totally. do you want to talk about uh, what well, it is? I don't actually really know what it is, so I don't know. I mean, basically, I'll talk about it yeah. Then. If you, you might have a better, uh, <laughs> they they released actually uh, a couple trailers um on their website immediately okay. after this one of the cool things about this conference is right afterwards just boom shitload mm. of demos movies yeah yeah websites everything went live that um, they definitely got to keep doing so mm. kiki trick which kiki is like kind of here here in in japanese mm-hmm. and the, the logo of these guys with giant ears mm. um it's definitely like warioware influenced check out a a video uh if you can um Hiroko, I think you would actually get mm. the biggest kick out of it because this game would be a bitch to localize for the same reason. <laughs> it's very specifically uh-huh. Japanese. And and a lot of it is kind of playing on uh, Japanese like tropes and cliches and TV shows and um, retro kind of – there's like a retro vibe to a lot of it as well. Mm. So um, a lot of stuff that they showed in it were like almost – pitched kind of like tv shows mm-hmm. they had like the sponsors up front and the sponsors are the the company that yeah. kind of related to the game and um uh a lot of like fake commercials there's actually fmv in this for a nintendo game which yeah, I was hilarious <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. but like fake commercials for fake products and stuff uh-huh. like that i don't know exactly how that stuff works into the gameplay but what mm-hmm. the gameplay looks like is it looks a lot like a warrior game it's a collection of a lot of weird different small games mm-hmm. some of the ones they showed are um basically people talking in static like there's a little person that says something and says a normal sentence like i'm gonna go to the mm-hmm. and then you that you get a choice of like four things like mm-hmm. what did i say and then like grocery store was was what it ended up being and you just kind of hear the beats of it mm-hmm. in japanese to guess what it was they were saying mm-hmm. And so it kind of teaches you slowly to do this, and then finally it um, it, it throws you out there, and you just have to guess between the four things. Right. Like, they basically mm-hmm. the sentences got more complicated, and, and and more of it becomes static based, right? And, and you have to guess, and then but it's all having to do with listening or hearing um, puzzles. One of the other really cool games, uh, I mean, it looked like fun um, <laughs> games that they showed was you're like running a stall on a busy street. And um, there's a construction going on and cars going by and people are coming up to your stall. You're like a, a convenience store basically. And like, I want to buy an umbrella or like, I want to buy like an onigiri or like, Hey, I want to buy like, um, you know, some chicken or something like that. And you have to grab whatever it is that they asked for and pass it to them. But like cars, like I said, construction's going on, cars going by. So you have to like, 
have to really listen for it to That's hear cool. what it says. Yeah, and mm. people are coming really fast. It's like a Wario. It's like right. a WarioWare game where mm. people are coming really fast. And it's like root beer tapper. You throw the chicken to that guy. Throw the umbrella to that guy. <laughs> like, oh no, you got it wrong. And then they throw it to somebody else. Ah, uh, yeah, I would love that. Yeah, mm. that was that was cool. Something yeah. else is like there'll be four pictures of video right. of like somebody um eating Maybe something or saying something or, or something. bouncing a ping pong ball mm. all at different rates and you're hearing the sound mm. and you have to match which one it goes with uh, or yeah. yeah somebody saying stuff and mm-hmm. anyway it's totally bizarre bizarre game really yeah. weird though and like a fun What's the like visual like like the art style it's, yeah. it's all over the place like really? warrior it's like it goes from real life full motion video mm. to like comic booky stuff mm-hmm. to i mean it j- just like warrior they probably use the same a lot of the same artists mm-hmm. um there's like something where your guy's eating ramen and you make him do the different things you could fart that kind of stuff <laughs> um but um or, or yeah you're like interviewing somebody and they talk really fast mm-hmm. and you have to guess what it was they said mm. sort of <laughs> seems like good japanese practice like we were talking yeah. about yeah like, yeah well, um, so that yeah. comes out January 19th. There's some multiplayer to it, too, I noticed. Um, it's a full-price game, which is bu- bugged me a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I understand there's a lot of content and stuff, but it just doesn't strike me as like a $60 thing That's definitely something that's evolved and changed, right? Because you were like paying full price for WarioWare. You didn't, never thought in twice about it. No, no, yeah. It's not. But it's, now. The, just the market has changed now. Right. Like, well, and you have all those iPhone games and everything. Right. Like the, yeah, va- so. the I think the value of content has did definitely changed over the past like what 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 it's content is worth to me certain yeah. game mini game collection doesn't seem like a full price game anymore, not anymore. Mm-hmm. even not, though right yeah not when you could buy what is it the 60 dollars you could buy 60 probably different mini games or something on like a phone or whatever and a lot of them are crap but i mean right. you know just the value propositions are different now mm. um kid icarus they showed some more they sh- they showed a lot of multiplayer it's gonna have ad hoc and internet um multiplayer um kid icarus is also now out with backgrounds, right? There was like the, the 3D version is out here in 3D Japan. Version. Yeah, 3D classics. Yeah, it's really nice too. What did you I have to do it. to get that again? I uh, it was part of that Mar- Choto na Mario campaign or whatever, where you buy. They have those special 3DSs you can win, mm. and if you, right. if you buy want- two 3DS games and just within a certain period, right, it's still going on now. Yeah, and as long I as you buy the, the two games, one. you are automatically <laughs> entered in Club Nintendo. Mushroom, oh, yeah, I want one. the mushroom. The mushroom one. And then, uh, yeah, you, you register in Club Nintendo and you automatically can download the Kid Icarus 3D. So. And you, you like it? I like it. I think it's a great idea. I want to see more of it because all it is, it's taking the exact old game graphics, besides putting it in 3D or whatever, and then instead of a black background, they, they drew new backgrounds. So it's like the new backgrounds are nice and they, they just completely change the feel of the game. Like the atmosphere is much more vibrant mm-hmm. and interesting now. You can see them... I don't know if it would work or not, but you could like Metroid, which came out at the same exactly. time as Kid Icarus, has those black backgrounds yep. because yep. they couldn't do anything else. But those two games of, are super similar in design and everything. They probably I even if use the that same would engine. Be good in Metroid or not? Mm. I would want it. I would rather see that than just get another straight port of Metroid, though. You know, I mean, I, I guess you cool have to be really careful though what yeah. you do there. Mm. Like Kid Icarus, you can throw a fucking volcano or whatever that bullshit <laughs> in the background. Like okay, whatever. But Metroid, that's like. Yeah. Painting in the you know right, right. chapel ceiling. Like, well, there's some space over here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be really careful. No, that's right. true. Um, so, all right, Kid Icarus. What's the name? That, Uprising. 
No, 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 Rising? No. I'm sorry. The, the, the remake, though, has that been announced? Is there any? It's coming out in the U.S. as it well. Is. I'm not sure how they get it, but they get it. I think it might be a Club Nintendo thing, or I'm not sure. But. Okay. And speaking of the retro stuff, they're slowly they're selling the games. Well, you know, actually, one point I wanted to make before we leave Kid Icarus in these kind of remake things, this is something they talked about doing. Long time ago. Yeah. Awada, actually, in an interview with me at E3, like, before the Wii came out, was saying... <laughs> I'll tell you, we're, we're thinking about doing this, re-releasing games with, like, added stuff or, like, yeah, a little bit updated the graphics stuff. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they said again recently with the 3DS they were thinking about doing this. Yep. So this is them actually doing that. It'll be interesting to see where it goes. That's what I thought of when I saw Kid Icarus, yeah. Um, but then they're also just selling straight up the games and a lot of the Ambassador games. Um, yes, two of them now are Zelda out, right? is out, Zelda 1. And now Super Mario actually is coming on January 5th for the Virtual Console, 3DS Virtual Console, 500 yen. About seven bucks. Um, so if you have them already on the ambassador version, this is. Remember, they were saying that they're going to put out the final versions later. These are the final. You can upgrade. I, I already did actually. Oh, okay. You update to you have the final version that has for free. whatever other features. I don't even know what they are, if or if there are any. Yeah, you upgrade for free, mm-hmm. and then people mm-hmm. who didn't get them can buy them now. You can like suspend the I, game, I guess. I think think so. Yeah. And if you don't have the ambassador program, can now you, you can buy them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Only the NES games. You won't be able to buy the Game Boy Advance games mm. ever. Yeah. But why not? <laughs> Because uh, that was that was part of the deal. It was like right. you are awesome for buying 3ds, and you will get these games no one else so, will ever have. So they're just not going to profit off that at all, right? That I, is their that is their bad deep bow. That was the too bullet they took. That was the bullet they took. I was one of those. You awesome say too bad people. for them, but what you really mean is too bad for you, <laughs> right? Because you couldn't get them. No, I mean I I wouldn't buy them either. I oh, just, oh, I didn't want your stupid game. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I want Metroid Fusion or Yoshi's Island or what's, v- no, what's Vita gonna offer if they do an ambassador program? Like I they know. get their work cut out for them. Like <laughs> name twenty PSP games that you would even want. <laughs> They're going to have to do something That else. reminds like, me that um, the Sony Apology app. program, they were giving out games yeah. um, when they leaked the information. P- and it was yeah. just PSN. like crap games. The Japan oh, yeah. ones Japan were not were. great. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they had the, a couple in the, the other territories. The games were cool. Yeah, there were a couple. Uh, a couple. Couple. It was no ambassador program, let me put That's it that way. Sure. But mm. then again, you hadn't paid like an extra. Right. <laughs> That's true. You hadn't paid yeah. shit. Um, yeah. So um, then... Da, 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 Revelations, Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, this was one of the ones where they talked about it, but then it was like at the end of the conference, like, oh, yeah, and the demos are out. Yeah. Today. Bam. Bam. Go. Which was awesome. Yes. It was awesome to be a Japanese 3DS owner that day. Mm-hmm. So Revelations, I had to wait, though, till it got dark because I wasn't going to play that. <laughs> um, headphones on. I did the same thing today when night. I came in here to play it. I shut the lights. You oh, can't yeah. play it with the lights Not on. Not at just, all. No. Yeah. And I actually, I actually fell asleep the first night before I could before I could play it. So I had to wait the whole next. I like woke up early. I'm like, fuck, That's I really want to play this. I have to wait. And I did wait. Um, so I, I could talk about this for like a half an hour. Mm. We shouldn't by though. itself. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so it comes out January 26th here. It's expensive, which I'm not happy about, but mm. I'm I am going to buy it. This demo definitely solidified me buying it. Um seems like a return to form. Yeah. Mm, I was so a return I, to classic form. Too early say. to say. Mm-hmm. Too early to say. Here's what I'll say. Gorgeous game. Mm. It looks good. Absolutely want to going to have a Circle Pad Pro to play this game. Yeah. Um the second analog stick is just essential it's it's not i played it without it and i actually got used to it so it's not essential Mm. but i definitely preferred it a lot feels Mm. good um the way you can do it without it is you hold a button to strafe uh, basically move around 
So you hold a button. Oh, you while mean a button, the meaning like pad. the X button or the A button, or whatever, yeah, like the that L sort of button, thing. or I forget what it is. Oh, so you don't mean the face buttons, though. You mean because, like, for example, with the Metal Gear demo, which right. I guess we'll talk a little bit about later. If you don't have a right stick, the buttons act as a right. No, stick. that's no, no, not what no. you're talking about. No, though. there might be an option for that, but that's not what I'm okay. talking about. Like, um, yeah, I'm holding about talking about like shoulder um, buttons. Yeah, like if you hold the shoulder button and move the circle stick around, you'll strafe in I see. absolute directions. Or if you're in first person mode, you'll I forget what button I hear you. it is. I see it's not L. Anyway, get the circle pad for it. Um yeah. Frankenstick. Frankenstick. Um and where do I start? So a couple cool things. It has English the demo had English text and voice in it. Yes. Um so if, presumably the full game will as well. Also has Japanese, like it, that's this is a first for the series. That's that true. There's Japanese voices in it. Because even right. in Japan the voices were always English. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um it has an option for change the boost the 3d depth slider right which is weird so it's like i did did it boost for you? well there's normal strong and very strong and what it is is basically pretend that your little slider on the 3ds went up three times as high it basically is like boosting the shit out of it it goes up to 11 it's 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 really like it so they didn't just boost what the individual you know, right, thing I know was on the slider. They just they, went off the chart, basically. They actually wanted it to be okay. If you want to have the normal grade of of 3D, here, right, here right. it is. They wanted to give people extra options for. They basically are kind of in effect saying, "Hey, the 3D slider doesn't have enough variance to it. We're going to mm-hmm. do right, it." Right, right. I that, guess that just sounds a little. That just sounds painful to yeah. me. Yeah, it sounds I just, uncomfortable. I couldn't yeah. really get it to work, and uh-huh. I, I I did try it on very strong, and you have to really have that shit lined up perfectly and keep uh. it lined up perfectly. And I found myself, you know, when you start to feel like you're trying to concentrate on 3D and your eyeballs, like when you're when you, right, you right. hold cross you're eye, control yeah. of your eyeballs. you hold yeah. cross eye, you feel uh, like yeah. something wrong going on with my eyes here. Uh-huh. <laughs> I kind of felt that way, yeah. so I mm. I retreated back. I, I did that too. I put because I, I can't see yeah. 3D. I figured the, maybe if I put it on like very strong and maybe crank it all the way to the top, it'll like somehow yeah. work. But it, didn't, it, didn't work. it didn't work. No, out. no nothing. No. But I have heard other people be like, "Man, this thing in full 3D is fucking awesome." So maybe it's just a matter of getting it to work right. The 3D mm. is good for what I did on normal. Um, the graphics are amazing. Yeah, it looks really nice. I mean, it, this mm. thing you could tell me this was a Vita game. Like this thing looks really good. Um, mm. A couple weird things about it. Um, each room kind of has its own music and color palette, though. So I don't know if you notice this when you're playing, but like, so the room you first start off in, it's like a bedroom. It's like a kind of a warm color, like uh, lit by um, a couple bulbs or whatever. Moonlight from um, the outside or something. Well, it's just like warmly lit. It's kind of like a brownish bulbs. hue to it. Yeah. Right. And uh, like lamp shaded, like dreary. Right, or whatever right. you go into the bathroom you open the door and like the hue on everything including your character and everything just go like shifts to blue it's very mm. cool because the room is blue and yeah. like it looks fine when you're in the room it's like yeah this is cool but like the shift from one to the other is kind of noticeable and i especially notice the music kind of does the same thing mm. so it's almost like it's like an airlock into the next thing even though you don't have the resident evil door screen you're just going right. from one into the other that's that's really um, smart design i think well i, I wish it was it less noticeable your space right you know you you know where you are it does it, it could just too it might just be coincidentally like that's how the first three or four rooms of the game are because i know like uh-huh. one of the first rooms that big one with like the smoke and stuff or whatever that is uh-huh. 
is a weird room to begin with. I mean, as soon as you walk in, it's like whatever that is. It's filled like, with smoke. Yeah, it's filled <laughs> with smoke and like you hear stuff shuffling around. That room I thought was cool because it shows like how big the rooms can be still. Like mm. it's not like I was just really impressed with the graphics, like yeah. really impressed with the graphics. Um, You can there's a lot of options to it. We already talked about the, the 3D boosting. You can um keep the default is to go into first person mode when you go into shooting, but you can actually keep that in third person, which I prefer RE4 style. Um, right. You can go Wait, over the, default the shoulder. Is first person? Yeah. Well, really? it kind of zooms yeah. in. It's not. It's well, not it goes. Entire, it goes. Well, it it kind of just breaks yeah, fast into into mm. first person. But and I know why that is. It's because you're on a handheld and you want all that screen real estate to, sure, be able to sure. aim and aiming is still important. For that same reason, they give you a laser pointer. And you can choose yeah, the, color can change the color of your laser pointer. You can change it moved too slow too, so I upped the speed on that. Too. Yeah, like, that's another option. Yeah. You can invert different stuff. Like the the options are are, are pretty impressive. Um, the um, the game you know seems okay. Um, a couple things about it. One, you get like this kind of scanner thing, which seems that, like part of the totally gameplay. Metroid Prime. Yeah, it's very much Metroid Prime. You switch to it, which you can do quickly, just on the, up on the D pad. But then you activate it you have to go into first person for this thing and you basically are looking around with a filter like a green filter in first person around for these things that you can't otherwise see and then they show up as like a white circle you have to be close enough to them to detect them then you hold down a button it scans it real fast and then an item becomes available for you to pick up or just data, like you could like scan. The, I don't know if you so tried you scanning scan the zombies. And stuff. I don't know what it that be, does yet. It, but the percentage number went up yeah. at the top. Yeah, I don't it, know either. It increases it. I don't know if you can get to 100 percent in the demo. But I wanted to. I, bodies disappear as part of the problem. Oh really? They, I didn't they, notice they, that. They, they melt into they puddles. Melt, yeah. But then once you leave the room, if you come back, uh, or even if enough people so die, you want to scan everything in the same you... room. It disappears. Yeah. I'm, I don't know what scanning about, things gets you. I'm worried about this becoming a pain in the ass. Like I mean, so far it's potentially worried about it. It already is. Yeah. I mean, like I don't <laughs> want to be sitting there breaking up my gameplay all the time, scanning shit. Especially mm. if you're obsessive. I'm not even like that far on the on the the anal retentive scale. But right. already I'm like, okay, shit. I got to go back to the room right. I got before I got this item to check them right and i think there's something wrong with the demo because okay. i found a room a little thing appears in the corner if there's something to be found mm-hmm. and you couldn't and cool. you scanned all over and couldn't find do, it you probably have to get up close or something i saw the over. same thing i was looking all over for it something else i don't like about it either is like there's a like there was one room where there was like a little sort of treasure chest looking thing it's not a treasure chest but it looked like a little chest on the counter and like obviously this is something where i think there would be an item right but you have to scan it first and make the item appear before you can go instead of just going up and trying to open Mm, it which you would normally do right it doesn't make sense like why do you have to scan something first before you can look inside normally when it happens it's like a tablecloth and you scan it and then something appears kind of behind the tablecloth or whatever it's a weird thing that i think it could really be annoying. Right. It might I'm a just artificially worried. extend, like, you know. Game. If it's, like, an optional extra thing for whatever side bonuses or you're low on ammo and you want to worry about it, I don't know, maybe? Or somehow used for cool stuff. But right now, it just seems, like, a little bit annoying. It's yeah. just, like, kind of slowing the game down and making right. you take more time in the existing rooms. Mm. That might have been what it was designed around. Um, yeah. The the only other thing that I will say as a knock is, and I've said this before, I do not like the enemies. Only uh, yeah. because, and this is a weird thing, like they look like Silent Hill enemies to me. Yeah, they're like hopefully the whole game's not like humanoid, that, and they have kind of grown over. You know, and you're like, well, it's, what's they, the difference, a zombie or whatever? I don't know, but there is a difference. These like, things have like 
mutated claws, but they're all gray and they don't have eyeballs. They just look like Silent Hill enemies well, to me. And like zombies, as much as I go off for every game for having zombies, like there's something about zombies <laughs> in Resident Evil. The fact that okay, this was a crew member and here he is trapped in his room, and now I come in and he comes shambling out right. of it. There's something about that where it's like these kind of space alieny looking things kind of seem like they could have come from well, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like John was saying earlier, and I totally agree. They totally look like the flood. From, they do, from yeah. Halo. They reminded me of the flood. They totally look like the well, flood. Well, especially like, the I, one guy who was like right yeah, out the guy, of the flood. I mean, like <laughs> well, he the explodes. Guy, the the yeah. guy who's like a big, like corpulent. He, um, yeah, yeah I, and then you and then you like examine the guy on the floor, and it's like it looks like something sucked its blood out. It's like, gee, I wonder what that could have been. Maybe right. the thing I just blew up right next to it. I, I just when they're all gray and flat like that i think it's just visually i guess more dull and i agree i see silent hill like i I see what you guys Mm. are saying about the flood that they're like kind of mutated human but i see silent hill enemies um and there's some variation even already in the demo which is cool one of them had like claws yeah they're showing some story i mean the fact that it's fully voiced it does seem like a we're getting three quarters of like a quote-unquote real resident evil game mm. here which is really cool and i i'm very much excited for it the demo did get me overexcited i don't I, did get me more excited i don't want to come out as sounding too negative on it i am right. a little worried about the scanning but just going through the environment um just seeing the graphics these are mainline characters this is not like a you know side story gun survivor thing that's going to be no. disowned and it very much is like old school resident evil in terms of like it's like a setting scary setting, yeah you're not like bum rushing through with like a meathead like resident evil 5 yes. or whatever like this is like a real it's kind not of, gears of war right yeah it is and the music is amazing i don't know if you noticed the music i, I didn't yeah. really but right from the start right from the menus everything yeah. fucking really really good cool. really amazing right in that resident evil vein like adds so much to it too nice um definitely one for headphones Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully they'll put that demo out see there's no reason not to have the demo out in the US as well, yeah, well like so it's what, in English when does so. a game come out in America is in I February don't, I don't English? know it's not that far back from when it is in Japan um, but uh, let's keep moving because we got more uh, oh so uh, let me see if there's anything I missed to talk about one weird one thing I noticed about CirclePad Pro talking about CirclePad Pro in uh-huh. general when you're using that it becomes it becomes like a different system the system becomes yeah. the shoulder buttons and your two analog right, sticks. Right. You do not want to use the regular buttons. Uh, right, right. Like yeah. it becomes like a weird thing. Like so in Resident Evil, when something grabs onto you, you have to jam on Y in order yes. to get away from it. That and was I'm like, strange. Wait, what? What? Where? Where's Y? Even exactly. I'm not using these buttons. I had at the all. same experience. Like that was yeah. a weird button choice. Like even if they were gonna pick a button, pick the button closest to the circle pad or something. No, just like, make not you, why. why. Why can't you? You're yeah. not gonna shoot anything. You just trigger. Just yeah. use whatever right, right, the main no. button that you're already using for everything else. Is. Right, right. And, and by and large, they get it because. They don't let you. They don't have you use main buttons once you say I'm working on CirclePad Pro, right? Right. Which is cool that you can pop in in and out. By the way, in real time, and it'll switch. Oh, right, right. Um, but it, like, it, they get that it become all your mainline controls go to the shoulder buttons, and do you use the D pad for some stuff, which is also good. You switch to grenade real fast using. Left around the D-pad, mm. you switch to the scanner thing by hitting up and stuff like and that. And you use the regular R1 button to use the knife if you, if you have the Frankenstick on. Cause That's then, right. Yeah. So, yeah, you use L to aim, R to shoot, 
I think wait, is well, it ZL, R1? it's ZL and ZR, which are the two new, <laughs> oh, yeah, the two yeah. new this ones that come with Frankenstick, yeah. yeah. But it's one machine. button to the knife, which is great, right? Um, R one or R, whatever, yeah. yeah. And uh, which becomes the grenade. Um, you can switch, mm. and and then the, the other thing that you find in the demo, and I'm not sure, I, I couldn't figure out a way to use it, but you find customizing parts for your weapon, right? Mm. So that seems to hint at some right. curious stuff. Oh, yeah, two more things about the demo, too. One was that uh, I think it's nice that the touch screen lets you switch weapons very easily. Like, you just touch yeah. your weapon. I, I was want. doing that. You don't have to use, you don't it. Have you can to. use the D-pad. Right. Yeah. yeah, but that was just handy because, like, there's my shotgun. I yep. need it right now. Boom. Yep. One thing I didn't like was there was one t- we were talking about like uh, Uncharted's unnecessary I was just about use of to go puzzles. There. <laughs> just about to go Yeah, there, there. was like the screwdriver yep. puzzle. Yep. Was yep. Dumb and like like so basically like you you find a screwdriver well like whatever I'm spoiling the demo but who cares like you basically find a <laughs> screwdriver to open a panel to get through a door. This is the least exciting yeah. part of the demo. It's so right in the beginning too. You're spoiling anything. And the panel has four screws on it, and then the four that thing appears on the bottom screen, and you just have to touch the screws yeah. to pull them out. She doesn't even do them in the same order that you do on the no, thing. No, she's oh, I've really? actually watched her. She's just sitting there because she's still up on the top screen. She just sits there and touches the Each different one. yeah different screws and keeps doing it until. You unscrew, yeah, all the <laughs> and you just touch them and they fall out. It's like it's not fun. It's not interesting. It's you know just... what else scares me about that though? What? Once you open that panel, you're like in this electrical right. circuitry thing that you've seen a billion times in right. every game from Bioshock to fucking everything, right? Which is like route the electricity yep. to whatever, like fuck to open the door. Right, right. Fuck, you know, design <laughs> this shit. Well, I'm talking about Resident Evil though, of I course, know. right? Like fucking, <laughs> you know, there's going to be like skeleton keys and I mean, <laughs> fucking wolf medallions. No. Okay. That, that's like not a legit criticism about whoever designed right. it. But, but here's the thing that scared me. So you, you open it up and there's like a nine, it's like a dice. There's like nine, um, slots. Or slots. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. If a dice had, you know, dice, you're only on a six, but you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> if there was three rows of three, yeah, and it only uses like four or five of them, which says to me there's going to be a shitload more doors uh, with this with same fucking of... thing, and you're going to route it a little bit differently. What uh, you do is you grab little like conduit things and move them onto the correct things in order to route to it to manage the flow, activate yeah. the door to be able to open it. Yeah, which is like you know what? Like I'm not totally against touch puzzle, but right. don't make it this fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, on the other hand, I I don't know why, but part of me was a little bit. I thought it was kind of nice that since this game is designed exclusively for the platform, we're going to get more platform-specific stuff like this. But I just want it to be interesting and and unique and not just like like not what we had in the demo, basically. Right, <laughs> right. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think that's pretty much it. You can use the gyro for that too. I don't know if you did. You try that? You can use a gyro to aim. I did. I yeah. didn't. I turned it on and, and I tried it and yet yeah, felt good, but I immediately went back to the other way because I'm just used to aiming, you know, right. with the stick. So. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. Uh, moving on in three, staying in 3DS land, um, Theater Rhythm, Final <laughs> Fantasy coming out February 16th here in Japan. We've mocked this game uh, <laughs> yes. many times before on previous podcasts. But I think the main mocking point, which still stands, is the price of it, right? Definitely. No one definitely. was against it. It looked intriguing. It looked interesting. We all love that music, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, this is like a, a Final Fantasy rhythm game, if you haven't seen it. It's like, um, I don't, t- take your pick. It's like Guitar Hero or Bean Mania or um, uh, Taiko. Right, no, t- uh, Drum, Drum Master, Master. A- any of those games. Hit or slide according to the moving 
you know, in time with the moving things on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, you do different things. You can either tap or sometimes you have to like slide up, slide down, slide Yeah, up, that right. part I really like. They took, what I was going to say is they borrowed some elements from Groove Coaster, which oh, is right. one of my mm-hmm. favorite mm-hmm. iPhone mm-hmm. games, where you basically, not only do you tap as the buttons come, but sometimes you'll hold the, hold your, use the stylus. You'll hold the stylus on the screen for like an extended bar or you will swipe the button in a direction like any of eight mm-hmm. directions you know right. up diagonal whatever like that is very much right at a groove coaster and is cool like it goes in yeah. well with the music too you're like right right like up down like it makes sense in with the music it feels good yeah i really liked it i'm i i hate i'm almost embarrassed to say like because uh embarrassed to say that that formula with that you're not even really looking at what's going on on screen, but you have kind of super deformed, more like redesigned, but older school characters, beloved bosses from previous right, games right. going out. The characters they are like a mishmash from, uh, from games, you know, yeah. different games. The music, of course, is music like, is great. It makes me remember like, fuck, I used to love these games yes. and how sad I am at what the series has become. Right. There's nothing to be sad about there. What's no, no, to be the, sad about is the fucking price, price is, of it, yeah, which they want, what is it, 4000 5000 It's It's yen? over $50 when you convert it. That's all I know, which is just not... Groove Coaster's a dollar, okay? So, like, a dollar for yeah. more or less the same thing. Yeah, it doesn't have Final Fantasy music. It doesn't... The backgrounds are cool, and the demo only has one battle song, but it also has, like, there's battle songs, but then there's other kinds of tracks, too, that yeah. we haven't seen because they're not in the demo. In the battle, like, while you're playing the game, like, in the background, the characters are, like, hitting the bosses and stuff. And yeah. Like it's, you can, if you do a certain string of, like, these silver uh, icons, then uh, you can, like, summon a monster or you go into, like, this sort of critical mode where you're, like, attacking more or whatever. Right. You go, or you go into, like, a summon, like a Final Fantasy summon. Right. And, like, you know, Odin or whoever comes down and then right. you're doing it as that person for a while. Right. And so what this says to me is... Where Groove Coaster is a dollar and you pay for some DLC and stuff, which is uh, fine with me. I think that makes sense. What this is, is you're getting that game more or less and then paying like 45 or $48 for Final Fantasy characters. Right. It's cool, but they're not worth $48. You're buying the freak version of the game. Like the person who would download every single bit of it maybe would end up spending $50, $60 on it, right? Like every song, every character, every whatever. Forever, maybe. Like if they keep releasing stuff for like three years or something. But yeah. Th- so th- this is a killer $10 game. Mm-hmm. A good $15 game. Right. And then eh, $20 game, okay. I'm still I- probably, probably going to buy it. Yeah, I would pay $20 but dude, for that's, it. dude, that's, come on. That's it. Yeah. Like this is where pricing totally destroys, as far as I'm concerned, the concept. Maybe when it goes down totally. in price but Square is just like all over the place with their pricing of download stuff. They just do they don't not get, get it. it. Yeah, they don't get it. And like, you know, someone replied on Twitter when I mentioned that and they were like, you know, these guys got to get paid for their work and everything. Yeah, yeah, they do. And I, I'm not saying the game should be a dollar. In fact, I think a dollar is a steal for Groove Coaster. I would have paid probably five or ten bucks I, for it. Listen, I well, think the whole iPhone pricing model is fucked up. Right. It's for certain games, In it's one direction, up. yeah. But this is kind of screwed up in the other direction, exactly. basically. Which is like, this is just too much. So like, yes. price it at 29, price it at 25, and I'm not going to be as upset about it i will probably buy it yeah, like come at it from the start saying this is a 10 to 15 dollar game let's budget the amount of work that we're going to do on this for 10 or 15 dollars and honestly what can't be I that saw much yeah does not look like a fucking 50 dollar right. game right like i know you gotta pay whatever you gotta pay i'm guessing i don't know if they own that all that stuff that's still paying royalties or whatever i hope uematsu is getting money off it because this is all of his like amazing stuff so too from back but in he day. was in a, well whatever whatever way it's set up right that game and system and concept only works as a $20. Sure. Game. And one it's thing, a killer awesome. Yeah. 
Did you try hard mode? Did you try the hard difficulty? No. There's three difficulty levels. The hard one is insane. You have to be like a super wizard to right. do it. You and know people will be doing it. Though. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I mean, but I would. what I will say is like, you know, you can just shit out music games and do a bad job of it. But these guys definitely know the music and listen to the themes and smartly place the position of the dots and the swipes and everything else right. in a way that makes sense. Where yeah. if you do know the music, you can almost play it. Like you, you, you could look at the screen, but you're not looking at timing you're just looking at the dots and like listening to the song and like lining it up because you know where the song is going and no, that's it, the smart it way it feels to do good it. and that's a very particular skill i mean everybody knows there was like a it's like a word for that with guitar hero and rock band that people had oh for yeah i know what you're how talking about. well it synced up with the, the track with or the, something the or music tracking, whatever and that was i only did the that one um the battle music but it was yeah. really good and again like like i'm a sucker for that music too yes. like i mean that's just bringing back a lot of awesome memories and this and stuff. potentially like they could turn this into something right it doesn't it, theater rhythm could also do dragon quest right there's no reason why they can't take other properties of theirs and do like you know good cool point versions yeah of it. So especially I hope they if do. it was 20 dollars yeah tops 20 dollars really 15 dollars yeah, I mean, if, if you know, DLC, they're going to start doing DLC on 3DS, this would have been a prime game for that. You know, price yeah. the game cheap and then download packs or whatever, make your money there. So speaking of DLC on 3DS, uh, Fire Emblem. Rumored uh, to have Kukse, DLC. Which, yeah, there was like a, an article in the Nikkei that before the conference happened that said that it was going to be first Nintendo game to really use DLC. They didn't really talk about that in the conference. They didn't, no. They did talk about that it was going to use uh, a lot of concepts from previous games that were popular. Um, Fire Emblem games. Yeah. Fire Emblem, previous Fire Emblem games. The free map um, skill system, apparently. They showed some more of the battles. Um, it looks good. I mean, as a as a very big Fire Emblem fan to begin with, right. and we even worked on a Fire Emblem game, Like mm-hmm. I can't wait to play this game. Yeah. Uh, battles have... So we saw, again, still... Uh, it was like two-on-one fights, um, like a little bit of an anime uh, influence. There's like cutscenes where you see the eyes like going across. Um, yeah. Same basic concept looked like. Um, but, you know, one one failing, I think, of the two DS games, America only got one of them, but was that the art the art direction just wasn't very good, honestly. But this is, you know, taking the art kind of in a new direction. I hmm. think they're back on the right path. It looks really good. Interesting. Yeah. Um, that comes out April 19th. That's one of the few games they talked about out mm. of this window. This is the after April window. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts, they just mentioned. That's still, I think, in March. I've heard that's, um, I'm not a Kingdom Hearts fan, but from people who know that game and have worked on it have said it's quite good for a really? Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, yeah so. I just I can't get it up for Kingdom Dream, Hearts. <laughs> Dream Drop Distance, man. That's got to be one of the worst titles ever. Dream they just really know drop. how to knock it out of worst the park with well, horrible Kingdom Hearts titles. Dude, I know. It's all relative with like 33 <laughs> and a third I about know, fractions 12. And- um, if you're gonna go to the DDD thing, you could have done a million things that were better than Dream Drop Distance. Like that's where they just get somebody who doesn't speak English and let him put the final it, stamp on it. Well, it's it's not it like sounds started. like a rhythm game. Dream Drop <laughs> Distance. Yeah. Dream Drop Distance. And we're not talking about Bravely Default, even though they talked about that for, this, <laughs> for the same reason. Um, booty, so Metal Gear, uh, another demo, solid 3D that comes out March 8th. Um, yeah, also has a demo. Um, also has a special 3DS snakeskin 3DS snakeskin <laughs> bundle 3DS <laughs> that it's going to come with uh, details coming out in January he Kojima said. was tweeting but he yeah. showed a picture of that apparently the texture is snakeskin yeah. I don't, I don't think I would ever want that black well what they showed was black but I don't think that yeah. was the actual 3DS it was just an example I think mm. of oh, really? the coding that was half mm. I think I don't know well either way yeah, it's like this black snakeskin thing it looks like something you'd find at like you know like a kind of high end department store like if you were getting like a nice bag or something but i don't know that i would want it on my 3ds necessarily is it like a pattern 
Well, yeah, it's, it looks, it's literally snakeskin. Like, it looks uh, like a snakeskin. Uh, so, like, it's bumpy, like... The texture, the texture and everything. Yeah, that's what really? it looks like, yeah. Wow. He's probably yeah. proclaiming this would be the first... I think like console video game skin or some shit <laughs> right. like that. I don't know what it was Wait, so the actual console is snake skin? Yeah. Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. The, the the official unveiling is in January. He just put like a teaser picture right. on his Twitter. You can go mm-hmm. look it up. Hideo, I think what is it? Hideo underscore. It did look Kojima. like it was a piece of a 3D. Maybe it was just like a the shell, the outer I shell. Think but I assume it was the outer shell. So it must yeah. have just been the shell. Anyway. Okay. Um, that also works with the CirclePad Pro. Yeah, Frankenstick. You have to go into the options. And turn it on, but it's there. That's yeah. cool. That was announced as one of the games, I think. That yeah. Using yeah. It. So that's cool that the demo even used it. Um, I looked at it a little bit enough to see, like, hey, it's me pointing the gun, like, right in your face in 3D and, right. and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. There was a little bit of that. Um, but, yeah, did you uh, you checked it out a little bit? I Yeah. I mean, I checked it out a very little bit. Not as much as the others because, you know, it's this is not really a new game. It's a remake. So I'm not quite as right. excited. I mean, mm-hmm. it's – and especially because the I think the big – thing that people who have played it are going to get out of it is 3d and i don't get that right so right right but i mean yeah it's got frankenstein controls it's it looks very i think it looks pretty like it looks good like it's right. obvious even when you can't see 3d you could tell when they've done stuff to make the 3d apparent and they it's obvious they've t- taken like a lot of care to do that but you yeah. know it's still right from still the demo they saw sh- three so right <laughs> right from the demo they showed at the may at the first e3 like they were very big on the 3d yeah yeah, yeah aspect mm. and doing all kinds of stuff with that. Yeah. Um, so then what else? New Love Plus. <laughs> yeah. Where Awada actually, one. like, they had a an interview. That was amazing. That was hilarious. Um, with where, uh, Uchida-san. Uh-huh. With the, yeah, the creator, the, the head pervert in charge of <laughs> yes. the Love Plus project. <laughs> we say that because he also made Rumble Roses. I don't know if a lot of That's people right. know that. Oh, but wow. The dude but loves his girls. They <laughs> showed, like, the feature of it where you could take a picture of yourself with your three. 3DS, mm-hmm. and then like the girl comes over and it was a water sitting on a couch and like then afterwards the virtual girl comes over and like sits next to you on oh the couch and she's God. moving around and stuff she like called that. him Iwata-kun oh. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it was hilarious. hilarious and scary at uh-huh. the same time in the best way uh-huh. <laughs> ever <laughs> Um, I'm really curious about that game. I, I I hope JJ buys it so I can check it out. Yeah, you should <laughs> it's, buy it. I'm not buying it. It's but download I want JJ only, right? No, 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 it's it's, uh, it's it's a it's a retail game. For real? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Big time. Yeah. They don't have like you real can, so. download only games on 3DS. Yet. But you can well, buy it from 7-Eleven download? I don't think or, so. Or no, they're just... You might be. You might get some bonus or something. Okay. They do a lot of stuff like that. I, but. I swear I thought it was like download only for for reasons that it is Love Plus. I, I think they need, to, they need to put Love Plus on Vita, right? Because they have the back touch. They can do a lot of... Back a lot of you know, that they could take thing. it to new but, levels of... But of actually, wrong. in the AR stuff, I'm surprised that they... <laughs> it looks disgusting. Yeah. That stuff on they really should put that on Vita. Um, and then Swap Note uh, also came out. Um, App of the Year. Talking A-O-T-Y. about 3DS. Um, which, uh, why don't you tell people what Swap Note... Basically, some people were talking about as like super picto chat the 3ds pretty much yeah mm-hmm. it's this awesome app that just came out of nowhere well i shouldn't say that they did announce it at the last uh, thing but i didn't even pay attention um but it came out a week or two ago uh in both all around the world where it just uh it's a free app on the apps on the e-store e-shop mm-hmm. that lets you sort of write notes essentially um like kind of customized notes like art and uh 
and background and stuff and send in between people draw via notes right yeah you draw them mm-hmm. so how, so what it is is basically it, it kind of evolves over like the first couple of days which is a little annoying all the features aren't there right from the start you have to, you have to them with keep coins, playing right? no, no no not not even that you have to keep playing for like basically six or seven times before you actually get everything. Like the girl is constantly introducing new stuff to you. There's just mm. like a host. Oh, really? I thought you just had to spend those coins. No, the it. coins are something you you build up to. First, you can only draw notes, period. You don't have backgrounds. You don't have anything. Then like you draw one. And then when you're done, she comes back and she's like, you've unlocked the ability to, you know, put on backgrounds or whatever. Mm. Then you do that. And then, you know, you've unlocked the ability to add sound. Like this keeps going on for like eight or nine times. Mm-hmm. And then finally, it's like. You've unlocked, you know, a whole shitload of other backgrounds and stuff that you could buy with game coins or whatever if you want to use like them. Sounds like Nintendo handholdy. Yeah, to, but it's to a fault kind of a little thing. too much maybe. But you know, whatever. You you unlock it all pretty quickly. Um, so it's it's awesome. It's this little app where you draw out. I mean, most of you have probably tried it by now because it's available everywhere. But you draw out your messages uh, or pictures or whatever, and it keeps track of the strokes. So like when you're done right. and you play these, you send these messages to people over spot pass or street pass. So um, your, your friends. Your friends on spot. Or, yeah. Oh, or just so people you people walk you by. by. Yeah. So uh, you can set one as your default like when I pass by somebody. I think get- so. I haven't actually tried it yet but there's a street pass option. Yeah, you can set it up to be to be yeah downloaded by people. Mm-hmm. And it recreates the drawing which is awesome. It like it shows your me in the corner like you know drawing furiously <laughs> uh, making all these funny faces and oh, then yeah. actually yeah, yeah. redoing stroke by stroke what you did um, up to four panels. And then four panels, meaning like you have like up to four images in a message. And, uh, and then you can add backgrounds. You can drop in a picture um, and then like draw over the picture. You can add sound effects. Mm-hmm. Um, like I sent a Christmas message to everybody at 8-4 and like I had a picture of us in it, drew little Santa hats on everyone. And I put in like a clip from Run DMC's Christmas and Hollis at the end. And like, you know, it's 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 really cool. And like you, you yeah. send this out to anyone. Um it's super fun, super simple, but just like it's just got Nintendo like polish on it. Like it just feels like a Nintendo kind of thing. Like that should have been in the hardware from the start, really. Mm. Um, yeah. And the nice thing about it is that uh, it uses SpotPass, like Mark said, to send it to your friends, which is very un-Nintendo. Like you can like spam your friend list with these things. Which mm. yeah, you could say, you don't, "Hey, hey, kid, uh, here's my phone number. Call me. I'm gonna meet right. you in uh, the park." Where I'm gonna molest you in your bathing suit. <laughs> exactly, area, and <laughs> which is like the Nintendo nightmare, right? right which right. is like what the their entire OS is built around stopping from happening. Right. But somehow, yeah, somehow this is <laughs> you they're, can do it. They're opening up a yeah. little bit, and uh, you know, I had when I got my 3ds, I just accepted friend requests from anyone on NeoGAF. I was like, well, whatever. I'm just gonna. I want friends so I can see what this thing can do. Yeah. Now I'm starting to regret it because I get <laughs> like these notes from some of them are from people I know and actually like, but yeah. then some of them are from completely sh- complete strangers. Yeah, they're awesome. not. It's awesome, but they're not creative or interesting, and they're flooding my my thing. You can so. just take it or leave it, right? It's you really can. easy you can. to just yes. go through the ones you want and don't want. I'm having the opposite. But you problem. but you're gonna look at every single one because you're waiting for someone to do something really cool and interesting, oh, and see. most of them are not. Right. So I'm having the opposite problem because I'm like just now finally it's like this thing has given me a reason to actually have friends. Put yeah friends into my 3ds and like the whole fucking friend code nightmare i know where i gotta fucking give mine out to people and put theirs in and blah mm. blah blah like come on i know, I know. Yeah. Like, and and this is a related topic i finally saw wall street journal put up a video interview that they had the big interview with reggie Fizeme, the uh, noa uh, president that they did back before it must have been uh after e3 ish or somewhere around there but it was from a while ago but it had him talking about some stuff and one of the things they it was actually a pretty good interview the guy asked him good questions but um 
they just now put it up on YouTube. Uh, one of the things that they were talking about was their attitude with online with Wii U, and you know, it stressed that you know that that was going to be a big part of it, right. and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. But again, stressing this, I've talked about this before on this podcast. Again, stressing like we've talked with EA and Activision and so and so, and we you know we want to offer something that's even more flexible to them. What they really want in an online thing. Which says to me, PlayStation 2 online, piece of shit. I hope not, I have a man. login for I fucking know. Capcom.com before I can log into Outbreak, you know, like. Uh, oh, my God. Remember Metal Gear? Like, you, like they had, like, two different uh, logins yeah. or whatever. For, Let me that, find my origin password and exa- log and just into like that shit. Not a unified experience, not unified awful. messaging and everything. And, like. Please, God, let them get it. Like, last that time. would be that's not the true. worst no. Any even like I can't imagine that they would be that dumb. I cannot imagine they would be that dumb. <sighs> but any even shades of that, where like before I play Battlefield, I gotta you know I'm already in on the Nintendo thing, but now I gotta go in through the fucking EA portal and I F gotta that, do man. something else or whatever. Uh, I gotta you know only talk to my friends that are playing Battlefield or any of that shit. I just yeah. I don't. Yeah. No. This this problem has been solved. Okay, yes. like, <laughs> it's solved well. It's like the achievements. Is there. Don't Just rethink it. it. Yeah, <laughs> like know. this problem has been solved. It's out there. It's you know, it's there on Steam. It's there on 360. To a certain extent, it's there on PSN. Like, I mean, at least friends, friends, and everything are there on PSN. They, they're even doing unified that, right? login, yeah. right? And at least that kind of stuff. So, for God, that just scares the shit out of me. Hearing him talk about it, just like <laughs> you know, we have so many friends at Nintendo, and these are all very smart people. They have to be passing these same messages to the higher ups. The only thing that could screw this up is you know Japan being stubborn. Or like Reggie not listening. Or the only thing they could screw it up is uh, anything that they screw up is not the fault of the people that that we know. Right. No, but I mean, but I, like if you worked at Nintendo, you would be screaming your head off to make right. sure people knew that this is what the way to do it, right? But so the, hopefully I think that's that is happening. happening. That is happening. That's what we're all people hoping. I'm sure that's been <laughs> happening for like five or six exactly. years now. But that does not give me 100 percent confidence. No, I know. Yeah. It's not still going to. Especially at launch. I mean, 3DS launched with friend code, so that right there says that there's <sighs> yeah, right? still... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, not to sidetrack completely on the... Well, friend code thing, Swap Note is Swap cool. Note is awesome. Everybody should download it. A lot of you probably... I think it automatically like at least notifies you and puts a little present box on your... Yeah, if you have Spot Faster on, you still like, have to download it. Yeah, getting friends of friends. Like, <laughs> I can't just make friends with you and then go to your... Get right. all your friends like I can on Vita. That was so nice. Like, I had to populate my whole... Japanese PSN account because I I never used my Japanese right. account when I got Vita it was just a matter of I mean there's some pain in the ass shit because sure. you're limited to a certain number of invites and that right. kind of crap but by and large I got a pretty decent friend list in like two yeah. days it's utterly bizarre to me that in order to like connect with somebody on this system that's designed to be like its own you know thing you have to go outside it and use another platform to reach them like I have to tell people on Twitter or Facebook or NeoGAF or whatever here's yeah. my code makes no sense at all mm. Okay, well, uh, moving on. I think that's about it. In uh, anything else in 3DS land? I have a question. Yes. Do you guys carry your Franken stick around? No, I'm the only one here who has one. Actually, I don't carry my 3DS around though. So. Yeah. I, I, I have my 3DS is now that it's the winter. It's a lot easier because I have big jacket pockets. My mm-hmm. 3DS is in my pocket all the time for Sudachi, uh, Sudachi. What do they call it? Street, Street Pass. Pass. Yeah, uh, Monster Hunter especially. Um, but you I don't get, carry your Franken stick. No, I also don't really carry my Vita, interestingly enough, I've noticed, because it's too big. Like, it's not... Well, it's too big, but that's not it. 
I also don't know what the hell I'm doing by carrying it the because near doesn't make the sense. <laughs> so make it make sense, and then I might carry it. But, you need yeah. a game. You need a you need a game to make you want to do that. Too, right, right. Right. Like like I they, they really I think could have with with all of the cool little features, social features and stuff that it has. The fact that they didn't gamify as much as I hate that term. No, totally. whatever near could have been. I mean, even that that whatever mm-hmm. uh, rescue me or whatever the fuck the name of the right previous right find one, me yeah find yeah. me. It's so simple, but man, it really had you like you want to have an excuse. That's another reason exactly, why I have my yeah. 3ds on me every day to carry it I, and to I start had it with, right? On me on yeah. every day too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just fun. it's just like a fun thing, and you're just looking for an excuse to carry it. Mm-hmm. Throw in some simple, they stupid little social game thing. Drop the ball on yeah. that. Like mm-hmm. even Nintendo, I feel like way. has dropped the ball on that. That's such a cool thing. Like I would right. easily pay a dollar or two. For a smaller game, that there was just those things, right? right? Right. And once every couple months, not once every six months, right? Hopefully now they're. they're I'm sure now they're going to be updating it more regularly. I mean, at this point now, it's it's got enough. Like the one they just released, right? Is a lot bigger than the first one, so it, it'll last a few months I before I can possibly get everything out of it. Hopefully by then they'll have another one. Well, like different ones for different people, and like I just like that's such a. A easy, simple thing totally. to do to get people, and it teaches you how to use the system. And yep. the, I don't know. I'm really upset that they dropped the ball on this on Vita because it's like, especially coming this much later than 3DS, like yeah. was it nine months? You had all this time to figure this out and get it yeah. right. Well, Who, even to rush what, something. Like left, like they, it's like the left hand and the right hand are like in different universes with that company. Like I don't understand well, we how they're not. We always have been with Sony. <laughs> it's just the hardware and software, that's always been the problem with yeah. Sony. Sony pictures like and music are separate. When they developed um, the operating system for the Vita, I feel like they uh, they set up a separate team for each app. That's you what know? it seems like. Yeah. It really feels that way. Well, I'm um, sure to some extent, of course, they had to, right? But the communication between right, the yeah, between there like was no right. yeah inner communication. There was no like one guy at the top, like with a clear vision of what it all needs to be, like making sure well, there it all was. Makes sense. His name was Steve Jobs, and he made the iPhone. Well, <laughs> because that's basically, I think, what they did. People right. went off and like, oh, well, they keep mentioning the iPhone and whatever. I really think what they did was they looked the uh, the Vita operating system is so much the iphone right mm. no, so but, many ways but but i'm saying there was nobody at sony to make sure right yeah i'm too bad making fun but, didn't come right. to sony, but. <laughs> um all right yeah. so anyway but but moving on um yeah. resident evil which we talked about there's some a lot of exciting resident evil stuff coming up um is special there? events yeah um the 15th anniversary they're having a 15th anniversary party next year <laughs> Even though the 15th anniversary was this year, it must be before <laughs> March, right? You know. So in the fiscal year. Uh, well, on the, March 22 is when it turns 16, that. so it probably has to be before then. Uh, That's kind of a technical. I guess we'll use that as well, we're still going to do the second half of our yeah. special like, as the 15th good. anniversary. We really should good do idea. that. We, we should, should do that, that when <laughs> Revelations comes out. It just makes sense. That would be good. good yeah, that would be great. Um. Anyway, uh, the 20th somewhere in Shibuya, so right in our hood hmm. here. Um. Going to be appearance by the developers and special guests. Um, rare goods apparently going to be for sale or given out. Maybe they'll mm. finally announce Resident Evil Six. I don't know. Well, the problem is it's going to be partners and press only. I don't know if we qualify as either of those. Um, they <laughs> are partners, inviting kind of. They are inviting ninety six members of the fan club for nineteen ninety six when the original uh, Resident Evil launched. Nice. Um, Interesting. So anyway, there's also a Capcom bar opening in Shinjuku. You think Alex is going to kill himself if he doesn't get invited? Somehow, I bet he's going to worm his way in there. He'll he'll find a way. Super fan, CVX freak, who's been on this show many times. Um, Actually, my friend was involved in the Capcom bar. Really? Yeah. The Pasera? 
Oh, is it in Pasera? It's a Pasera, the, the karaoke chain, which they've done stuff with Monster Hunter before, so it's not too surprising they're using them. But yeah, they're converting a Shinjuku Pasera, apparently, mm-hmm. into, into what, like, like the Capcom the space. Raccoon City PD? No, it's not themed around Resident Evil specifically. Oh, okay. Um, it's, uh, they're going to have demo kiosks. Um, what else? Um, special food and drinks. Maybe mm. they'll serve you a turkey leg on the ground. Um, <laughs> Final That'd fight awesome. style. Herbs for you to smoke or eat or I don't know <laughs> how exactly Mix. you ingest them. But uh, <laughs> uh, what would your friend do with the, with, for this I, thing? You know? um, they are a P- promotion company, PR oh, okay. company. So I think they like helped them out, like set set up the whole venue the whole bar they must be doing pretty good because i heard i saw this on a lot of reported a lot of different places really? mm-hmm. yeah um i don't know if it's gonna be a temporary thing or a more permanent space they're gonna have events there there to say demo kiosks um asher's wrath presumably will be one of the games there that's coming on february 21st um really that soon yeah there's a demo coming um Based on the TGS demo, I think that's in January or January 10th. Um, I think this is all in Japan. Coming to PSN and Xbox, you mean, or what presumably? You mean? Oh, okay. Um, nice. Yeah, not not to the Capcom bar. Um, I, I, did you guys see they released a video of the first level of the game? That game looks it. like people throw around bananas these days, saying things look bananas. Uh. This is bananas. Your bananas. This fucking thing. This game looks bananas, man. <laughs> fucking crazy town. Really. The first level, it starts off, there's like this crazy Robotech-like space battle going on. You fucking like jump off of a spaceship and are flying through and it's like a shooter. It's like a afterburner-like shooter where you have like lock-on or Panzer Dragoon. You have lock-on right. things and you're also just throwing shit out. Then you like jump on a giant like space squid and just start punching the shit out of it <laughs> and break it up into pieces then a planet like explodes with another squid that blows up all the spaceships, and then you're like, I don't, I almost don't want to hear more. I just want to play it. I know it sounds like it sounds like a five year old telling a story or something. It's like, and that then the spaceship awesome. explodes, and then the planet, and but it's like that. And I've seen other videos where you're just sitting in an onsen, and a girl is like giving you a sponge bath, and you're choosing like whether you want to stand up or sounds shout, like or you game. can look, and I mean, just crazy man cool. like weird interesting yeah. freakish more games should be like that yeah we need yeah. more original stuff in games you, you so. can find the video online story looks like there's a big part of it there's a lot of voice um i hear saints row is kind of like that too i i hear a lot of saints row is i need bananas. to I really need to play that i just yeah. got yeah. that today you did nice it, yeah. oh yeah i saw I'm gonna you play the shit out you of that. excited it. to play that so you got the u.s version I did, uh, yeah, because I want to be able to download DLC, the PSN yeah. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Cool. Maybe online pass or whatever. But yeah, we're going to probably at some point talk about our favorite games from last year. So yeah, hopefully, yeah. Bef- hopefully yeah. after we've Wait actually for, uh, played them. Yeah, yeah I need to, to play that before. From, uh, yeah. yeah, so that'll be sometime in the coming year. Um, PSO2, there was a new trailer God for that. damn, it looked good. Parts of it looked good. So, I, I don't understand why you think that looked good. <laughs> I guess I, had to, I have no idea. You probably why that. had to have played PSO. I Parts guess. of it, maybe, and the music, like, the music too. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, the music just was like music oh was God, good. The just, room stuff, I was a little like oh, I'm getting kind of PSU vibes but, from this. I was kind of like I don't know about 
You didn't like the drum set? It, it <laughs> Whatever looks like that the bathtub and the drum set and like <laughs> that kind of crap. No, like, the, like, the, the, dude, the, 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 the did you see like the dragon and like the the whatever? I think those were those we rapies that or whatever. Dragon, those, I think yeah, we did at, at TGS. It looks yeah. so good though. Well, I'm but, I'm saying I still have hope for that game. And it looks like Monster Hunter. There was part of it where like a dude was like jumping on an enemy's head and then t- focusing on the horns to like yeah, break yeah, the yeah, horns yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Oh god, I can't it, wait. It <laughs> did look a little bit like Monster Hunter. Yeah, they definitely. There's no we we noticed that at TGS too. Sure, like. Yeah. They've taken cues straight out of Monster yeah. Hunter. And the screenshots I saw of Mags got me more excited than that Mags, video. man. Well, Mags were in the video, too, if you looked. Oh, I yeah. didn't even yeah. notice. Yeah. Okay. But I think the reason why, John, you're so pumped about this is because you just really like Fantasy Star, right? Are you like, well, that's well, the yeah. reason anybody, to be honest. It's, PSO it's kinda was like, amazing. I mean, it's kind of like the whole thing with the new Star Wars, you know, Old Republic MMO. It's like... If you like, if Star you like Star Wars, you'll sure. like this game. Right. Sure, sure. No, there's definitely some of that. I mean, oh, I'm not... it's definitely heavily that. I mean, hmm. we've been waiting for the real proper sequel to PSO. Sequel that didn't yeah. fuck it up yeah. entirely yeah. for a long time. So a lot of it is just being reminded of the aesthetic. Yeah. And right. they haven't done anything to say that they're going to screw this one up yet. Sure. I mean, I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but I'm, I'm, right. I'm right. I haven't gotten this far along in the development of a like Fantasy Star game and still remained hopeful since probably pso so right. yeah i'm excited <laughs> yeah speaking of hopeful for development uh hideo kojima has been teasing pictures from uh project ogre game uh, ogre. Um, his it looked unnamed like military or something Fox right engine stuff so there was a, a few pictures one of yeah. them was a, a dude sneaking looked like he was sneaking past like a tank looking kind of thing um in a sort of canyony sort of environment um another one was showing like showing off the tech and it had like two women where you could kind of see their bras through their clothes it looked like they were wearing <laughs> nurses very, very that was, peace walker that nurses was very necessary yeah. Yeah. they incorporated that technology into the fox <laughs> that's engine. someday we're gonna have you know peace walker you know you can like zoom in on the on the imagery and actually see the girl's underwear if you want to like someday they're gonna go as far as like licensing the lingerie or something from like oh yeah they'll be like a peach john smart exactly smart. exactly yeah. with it he'll be the first i guarantee love it. jewelry <laughs> right um, and then another one, they showed off a modeled avatar based on Lionel, who I think we met while we were there filming the transferring video. Oh. One of their programmers, they basically were like messing around with uh, in-game like avatar mm-hmm. creation. I don't know if it's for players or for NPCs or whatever, but they made like a really convincing uh, version of him. They said they made it in like an hour. Um, wow. It kind of almost looked like L.A. Noir. Like it just, it just really right. looked like him. the big. You know, the big thing with them is, th- I think the, I, I believe that they're going to have the tech down. I believe they're going to have an awesome looking game. I, what I, what really matters to me now is whether they can get everything else down. Like whether they are going right. to jump into sort of the modern era of like control. Well, they're saying it's going to be more open type game is what they're saying right. nobody knows what that means well they're showing like, signs that like just the fact that they're making an engine for all this stuff shows that they are definitely moving in the right direction as far as like development right. processes right for like you know compared to like the west <clears throat> right. then if they tools if, and then they, they can make a right. lot of games but then if they the make tools. another Metal Gear Solid 4 where the controls are still because even though that was a step up it was still a step like it was still behind in my opinion as right. far as controls and everything yeah like that'll be the key see they, if they do that I think that I would be super excited for it because Kojima's got like such vision, like his his you know, and their art direction is amazing. Like I just I just hope that they can make a game that is actually feels modern enough that I want to play it because right. I didn't with, feel that way with MGS4. With the Fox Engine, it sounds like Kojima wants to make the kind of money that Unreal is making. Right. Well, now. you know, I don't think. Well, I don't think they would ever license. You don't think they would it? license it no. out? Like be the be the Japanese Unreal? No, I think this no. is for their Why own. Not? 
They don't. They're not. You need. A, they don't you need a, They don't have the infrastructure for that. Like they have it. You'd need a completely separate. Like you need a full time team. Basically, just, just the to attitude deal with that. here too is just. It's it's gonna be like Capcom with you know MT Framework. I think yeah. it's just this is for maybe maybe other companies within Konami will make it. But the idea behind right. it is just so that they themselves can make games freed up faster. to do more. Mm-hmm. And I like it that way because I don't want their. I, I this whole you know. Ever notice like most Unreal Engine games look the same? Like I would rather have like Kojima's games, Kinda but you know like what? Kojima's that's that's completely up to the art direction. Yeah, you I, know? Like, you're right. I would like but, Japanese developers to have that option. I mean, they do have that option with Unreal now. Mm, right, like Epic has opened an office here, and but, some you know companies Kojima, are using. They have the ability to you know make a lot of money off that. You it's know? just reminded me we never talked about the VGAs. So so that's what we were about to get to. So oh, cool. what about Rising? I was going to say about that like. Definitely watch the documentary thing that they released after the VGAs on Rising. Because you get, right. not only do you get more footage of the game and you get like riding running along a wall, which, God, they should have shown that part in the yeah, trailer. That's awesome. um, you kind of got that, I guess, with the train thing at the end, but yeah. it looked like a cutscene. Like, this right. is gameplay. Um, watch that. You get, not only do you get that, you get more gameplay, you get their reasoning and kind of what their thinking is on Mm. it. So what it sounds like is, is that Metal Gear Solid is still Metal Gear Solid with the sneaking and the whatever, but they couldn't make the sneaking work with this action-y kill everything, slice whatever, open gameplay. And so they decided to make this like an offshoot and to make it like a, take Platinum to make it like this over-the-top uh, balls to the wall thing but this is not replacing this is not a instead of this is not an either or proposition right, right. so like to me it's like great like take Raiden yeah. like I don't care about Raiden I, I don't have <laughs> any like attachment to him where I'm right. pissed off seeing it I do get what people are saying about seeing him pick up and throw a, a Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Ray around like that Makes it maybe seem like okay. Well, <laughs> now those other ray battles don't really seem as whatever. But I'm fine with that. Like you like just like, take whatever. it, throttle just, it all yeah, the way. Yeah, it's up. like whatever. Yeah. Like you know Make what? It if fun. You're, you if you're know? deeply invested in like the Metal Gear like storyline or whatever, maybe. But like, why would you get deeply invested yeah. in it? It's supposed to be well, crazy. They don't. They don't even. Well, time take was seriously. when you got yourself deeply invested because it did seem like it. It all made sense. You know, it like after something. like after you controlled Raiden running around naked in Metal Gear Solid Two, you kind of knew that they were never really in this <laughs> yeah. to be super serious. No, I, you know? I know, and people people are people are saying that, and I, I do think there is a place for. I mean, it, people are making comparisons to Bayonetta, even though Kamiya has nothing to do with nothing the to do with it. Yeah. But I think that's fair because Bayonetta was this is Bayonetta starts off. You're like on a fucking spinning rock spiraling down and fighting shit <laughs> right. and shit is on fire and mm. going crazy and I mean and it's that's what makes it awesome right. and so I think this is heading in that direction yeah, yeah. from what little we've seen anyway and you know Shinkawa is doing well at least the art he, he he's seems already to be done yeah he's mm-hmm. done the art so that you know yeah. it's it's a legit He's involved. They said that Koji Bro is still doing the story stuff and the cutscenes um mm. and that all Koji of the Koji Bro Koji Bro Bro Koji, Koji bro. bro, it's not exactly Koji bro. Like that, that, I, I that swear it's I definitely Koji not bro. going that direction, which I'm happy about. It's not going into like super uh, gears and s or, or whatever like that, which right. they could have done, especially since they're saying this one is you know more for the Western audience. Um, but it, it'll be interesting to see what that what that turns up like. Yes. What the gameplay mm. is going to be like. Yeah, um, I mean you can't not. Is it, 
as a gamer, like with the soul, you can't not be excited at the prospect of Platinum and Koji Pro getting together. Th- there's That's the other thing. Platinum has Chocolate not made butter. a bad game. I know. Period. Hmm. Yeah. Like, well, I don't know, but maybe those DS games or something. I haven't really oh, played those. Oh, okay, but, fair I enough. Mean, I, that's true. I but not, about not like a real next-gen bad game anyway. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Um, full, yeah, full console game. And in fact, have made only really good games. Right. Um, and so, you know Koji Pro is not, I mean, they're going to, you know, actually, I was surprised. Kojima seems more invested in this than I had expected. I mean, he mm-hmm. went out with Inaba at the VGAs and, and yeah. you know, talked about the game. He's been tweeting about it up and down. Like, I, I kind of to talk about it at the VGAs. Well, yeah, that uh. was sad. But you know what? <laughs> I felt bad. You know what, though? That's a hard position to be in. You're not even speaking your own language. Like, no, yeah. I know. And I know. Again, I'm there so should glad. have been the somebody to rescue pressure. him or cue yeah. cards. Yeah, I don't know what went wrong up there, but I'm so glad that people gave him an ovation anyway. Like, that's, you know. Yeah, that what, was cool. That was, yeah. yeah. But you know what? Like, the fact that he's invested in it and actually really seems to be behind it this time. Because before, like, Rising sort of just disappeared for, like, a year or two. Like, it's 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 promising. I'm, I'm excited. So. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. This looks rad. Looks fun. Is there anything else to talk about? A bunch of giant robots attacked other stuff. That's pretty <laughs> much the rest of the VGAs. Yeah, not really. The rest of the VGAs, I mean, I think... The we same were... giant robot was, like, in Mass Effect and Spider-Man. That's right. And you know, that Spider-Man trailer looked... I, I'm not a Spider-Man fan, even, but that trailer looked better what? than it should have. Like, what? I'm... You don't think so? No, Dude, I, I just... It's hard to care. care. I know. Some I Somebody asked me why Arkham City isn't on my, like, you yep. know, games of the... It's not that I don't like the games good. I don't care about Batman yep. or Spider-Man in my video mm. games. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like... But that that said, that trailer was pretty cool, I yeah. think. And I think the Last of Us trailer looked great. Like, that I'm I mean, excited about. I, I don't want to play a zombie I am sick game. of zombies. I don't want to More than anyone, too. probably. If it's but, zombies, I will not buy it. But, they, but I don't you care. know what? I Give, don't care if it's Naughty Dog. <laughs> I will not but buy But take Naughty game. Dog's like, you know, uh, yeah. uncharted basically method of storytelling and, and voice acting and writing and everything and throw that on. I don't, you could put that on a Tetris and I will be more interested. You know what I Tetris mean? Tetris like, sounds they, great. I would they, love that. That's why I'll give this a chance. And it looked great. The trailer, the two characters in the trailer were amazing. Like they're acting and everything. They're both two really good voice actors too. Um, the dude is the guy who played Yuri in Tales of Vesperia, which we did. And I actually really mm-hmm. like him. So, uh, and, yeah, and you know, like the the game the game itself too looked amazing. The environments, everything was. I want to see what the gameplay. It the, looks beautiful. Like, what's what's the cool. crux of the gameplay going to be? Because like it looks like you know ammo and stuff is scarce. And they, but they've been saying this is not a. They've been saying this is not a zombie game. This is a game about right. relationship. Of course, right. you're going to say that. It looks sure. like zombie. But it's like it's just like Uncharted is not a game about shooting guys in the head. But guess what? You right. do 95 percent of the time you're playing Uncharted, you're right. shooting guys in the head. Right. So, so what that. 90% of the time what you're doing gameplay thing what that's going to be that's what I really want to right. know I am Mm-mm. excited from what they showed totally. but excited in a teaser trailer kind of right way. I mean the concept itself has been done before right what's the movie uh, with Will Smith I am legend um, yeah it's, that's is that that was the first thing I thought of of course it minutes, is you know, exactly anybody that is not say I am legend when they're talking about it, right. it's fucking like voiding right so but but to me, to me, that story was ultimately unfulfilling. So really, right. it just matters what they do with the story and the characters. And I, you know, anything done in this style where the voice actors really become a part of the process, like the track, they're they're the motion capture, they're they're they are in the game, right. is going to be interesting to me because that is how you should make games. Period. Right. Like, right. I'm excited. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, I, I'm. I'm totally excited for another Naughty Dog game. I just right. if it's zombies, I just I can't. No, I, I I get you, and I, I you know I tweeted something. I get the zombie fatigue. Um, the um, Fortnite uh, Epic <laughs> Games didn't look interesting to me. Yeah, but want to be kind of Minecrafty well, yeah. by way of Team Fortress Two aesthetic right. kind of thing. Like, yeah, I mean, what what can you tell from such a whatever teaser? But you can kind of see where they're going with it. 
that's they admitted where after the fact that they're basically inspired by yeah. Minecraft. Yeah, that's where I get like I'm like really zombies. Do I just want to have to be zombies? <laughs> I mean, and yeah, I I do get zombie fatigue, but I do. I guess I give Naughty Dog wider berth. They're the only ones. I, yeah, no one else right now probably could do zombies and not have me sick of it. Besides them, I will give. They can have because they've done storytelling better than anyone. The tough so. thing is, what do you do? So you have Nazis, right? You mm-hmm. have zombies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're what? Just, what do you? I'm trying to think of this new, recently. Like and you, then alien. you have like demon things from every like Devil May Cry game and whatever so people. Did you guys see the trailer for crazy ass people? Did you guys see the trailer for Prometheus? Yes. It looks amazing to me. And like, there's not even anything in there that's new or whatever, but it's just like that sort of like mysterious. Yeah, it's alien, but alien can be defined in any million number of ways, right? Like, come up with some new kind of alien existence that's just like not been done Mm, before. Yeah, parasites. Yeah, I mean, alien attack or whatever is done a lot, but it's not done to death, really. If you could do cool, different alien type, and you're, you know, the the number of like zombies are zombies, one way or another. There's variety of zombies, but aliens could be anything. Like, but I think think something that hasn't been done before. Part of the satisfaction, as weird as it sounds, saying this from killing Nazis and zombies is that that they they are humanoid, right? The, or that they used to right. be people, you mean? Right. When you mean humanoid, no. you don't mean shape, or do you mean shape? I just mean in every sense of they're they're like people. They're like people right. you see every day walking around. Right, right. Like the satisfaction, I keep saying, of <laughs> killing, <laughs> of killing, you know, weird-looking <laughs> stuff. I mean, it's probably kind of the reason that I don't like the Silent Hill enemies right, in right. Revelations. It's just a little disconnected. Sure, sure. I don't know. So anyway, the, re- the rest of the VGAs, no, yeah, yeah, I don't want to spend too much time talking about VGAs because we have to wrap this up soon if we're going to get it out today. But yeah. uh, the VGAs, the rest of the VGAs, the production values, still pretty bad, I think. Host was pretty good. I like the yeah, host. Yeah, he was cool. I don't know who he was until the show. Yeah. I still kind of don't know I'm who he was. I'm just even tired talking about the VGAs yeah. overall. Well, just... we, but we never talked about it on the podcast. <laughs> I know, but I'm just I'm tired else? of other people talking about the. Fair enough. They tried. Take the VGAs for what it is. All it is is like new game announcements. Do it like us. Have people over, drink, eat bratwurst, and laugh at the parts that are stupid and look at the new trailers. I felt so bad for Todd Howard before he had like his pre-show interview and they asked him like the stupidest question and you could just see it in his face. He was like taken aback and like he was speechless, but in his mind was like, what was that retarded question they just asked me and how do I come up with an answer for it and not look like an idiot? What was the question? I don't remember anymore. Wasn't it like any tips or something for somebody? Yeah, like any like secret stuff that people haven't found yet in the game or something and then he was just like, you know. Why is that a bad question though? I think that's a good question. Because you can look that Uh, up on GameStop. Dude, it was a horrible question. It's like, go go on the internet. You got this guy who created this amazing game and you got him in like a pre-show like red carpet thing and like ask him something deep or interesting like about the the development of the game or something. Don't ask him like about secrets, you know? It's like... Because that's stuff that's going to eventually come out anyway. You've got Todd Howard for five seconds. I want to know something more meaningful from this guy. But maybe there's something in that game that nobody has been told. I mean, maybe the question could have been worded differently or something. But, like, give us something. I mean, one of the questions I used to like to ask to creators, you know, Mm -hmm. like me and Rose, is, like, tell us something that we still don't know about Mm -hmm. your game. And, like... There's That's how you got that story about the Zelda opening theme, right? Yeah. About it, how right. it was like changed the night before or whatever. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was Bolero and you know, Koji Kondo. But but like there's good and bad answers to that question sure, too. Sure. There's there's actually so and so is, you know, was named after my best friend's daughter who got killed and she kills some she got killed by a drunk driver, and that's why in the right. game she kills like a drunken, you know, bandit. <laughs> right. 
There's that, or there's like, well, on page you know 39 of right. a book at the bottom of whatever dungeon. If you notice, right. it looks that like a typo, been... but actually, right, right, right. We that might have been part of the purpose. problem too. Is like Skyrim is already such an open-ended game that almost anything can happen. So it's like, really, what can you pull out that's like not you know? I don't know, dude. Backwards there, dragons would have been a pretty cool. There answer. could be a lot of stuff <laughs> hidden in that game. Still, I don't know. Right. Anyway, let's stop talking about the VGAs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But, 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 we mentioned Platinum earlier. Anarchy Reigns has been delayed to July. Um, mm. Hopefully uh, that, that Metal game, Gear doesn't get delayed. I'm sorry, but that game should not be a retail game. It should be a download game. Like, yeah. If you if you disagree, you're wrong. I totally agree. <laughs> I played it. I think I it was totally awesome, agree. but it, just not, it was awesome for like a $15 yeah. download game. It looks cool. I'd put it above want, a 15 It's it. not a $15 download. It's more... It's, well, what else is there? Somewhere no, between, they don't have $20 download games, well, right? I mean, it's 15 you, is the cap. You could say if we're saying what should happen. Well, okay. What I meant was it it's is like the a it is a top game. it is a top value download game is what I meant basically okay. it's um Zelda timeline you got your Zelda Hyrule this thing is Hysteria gorgeous, Historia yes. book um, it is beautiful. tell it people today. tell people about that for a while while I go to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah Hyrule Historia is basically a um, it's like a it's a gigantic like hardcover. It's a like, tome, is what it is. It's a tome. It's a really yeah. like it's a, a high Zelda production tome. value, like nice book, and it was How super much was hard it? to get. It was like about forty dollars US, mm-hmm. give or take. Um, and it's it's surprisingly hard to find. Like I pre-ordered it on Amazon, they didn't have it on day one, mm-hmm. and then they basically you know um, you couldn't buy it. Like I couldn't find it in any stores, mm-hmm. and then it just showed up today. Like they're like, yeah, shipping here it is. Mm. And uh, it's a lot of people have read about it on the net, but it's basically got artwork from every game in the series and just sort of a lot of um, you know, wow, well, it's, it it's mostly really nice. yeah, it's mostly artwork, full color maps and concept art. It's got some great concept art from the first Zelda game that I'd never seen before. Mm. Um, and, and then that the stuff big thing, really cool. yeah, that, it is really the cool. First Zelda game. It's got like that here's, here's the alphabet from like uh, I guess Zelda Ocarina, Ocarina of right? Time. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know that was in here. Um, just tons of really cool. You could spend like hours just looking through the pages and checking out the art. And it's got like you know, in the beginning of Wind Waker, had like the story told on like a on a like a scroll in the background. It's got like the full artwork of the scrolls and everything. It's mm. just. Sadly, there's not that much art from the older games. Not as much as I would have liked, but I think it's all in here regardless. Like, everything they've pretty much ever made is in here. And the big news that came out of this... Oh, wow, here's, like, a full map of Zelda 1, like, screenshot map. Really nice. The big news that came out of here was that they revealed the timeline. Mm. Yeah, finally. yeah. Mm. Zelda has I a timeline. I tweeted about that, yeah. You know, they've always kind of admitted... Uh, Aonuma had always said that there was a timeline, but they didn't say they were ever going to reveal it. They finally revealed it. Mm. Right, so yeah, what do you what do you think about that? Yeah, what um, do you make of the timeline? Is, I, is it legit? So the timeline, I actually... Quit? You know what, I don't have... I should <laughs> have wrote this down ahead quit. of time, but basically... I have it right here. Okay, there are three split... I the have it right here. The timeline is split into three... Yes. Well, timelines, basically. units. Let me make, let me explain. Go for it. I'm, I'm Please looking explain. At it. Sure, sure. So it starts off with a... It starts off simply. Skyward uh, Sword is the first game. There's first four games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is no matter what. It goes Skyward Sword, Minish Cap, yes. Four Swords, yes. Ocarina of Time. Yes. Okay, this is where it gets complicated. Now, first of all, I would like to see somebody... Maybe somebody's doing it online. Maybe we'll have a special Zelda cast where we do it. Mm-hmm. I don't even care about the how one story of Zelda links into the other. But I do... I am interested in the logic of like... Okay, well, remember when... If somebody we could get on would say like... 
when Skyward Sword ends, so this happens, and then remember at the start of Minish Cap, it mentions this, blah, blah, blah. Right. It, so that this isn't all just a bunch of arbitrary junk, because to me, it just seems so arbitrary. The only stuff I remember is like, at the adventure of Link, it's saying right. like some some shit. Anyway, the, the really that's where the interesting stuff comes out of this though is like the interesting stuff to me, for example, is like the adventure of Link is essentially like the latest game in the timeline. Well, okay, I mean, well, go ahead, go ahead, you can explain. Okay, so I'll, let me I'll finish now. So after Ocarina of Time, depending on what happens. Right. In Ocarina of Time, it branches into three different. Right. Until now, everybody thought it was two. Based on the same theory that mm-hmm. whether, you know, there's the one timeline that comes from the end of Ocarina of Time when you're an adult. And then there's the one when you go back in time seven years and, and are a child that leads to Majora's Mask and everything. Mm-hmm. Everybody assumed that was it. Nobody, this third, this third timeline thing came out of left field. So, yeah. And the, the third one is, um, which will, they were calling, I think uh, IGN reported this, was calling timeline A. Let's just call it that. Sure. Assumes that Link actually fails to stop Ganon. In Ocarina of Time. In Ocarina of Time. Which is it's kind of cool, and the, the thing that's especially interesting to me is it, it completely makes sense. Like, you can't break this. Like, you can try and, like, find a flaw in this. It do, There is none. Like, they really did think this through. Really? That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, it makes total sense, but unfortunately for me, as a fan, several of my favorite Zelda games fall in the timeline, assuming you failed. And, like, why would you make a timeline off of you failing? It's like, <laughs> well, I those mean, games are... Link to, the past, Link to the Past, Oracle of Seasons and Ages, yes, Link's Awakening, the original Legend. Oh yeah, yeah, Link's Awakening, the yes, original right. Le- Legend of Zelda, and then Zelda Two: Adventure right. Link. Pretty much, it bothers me that the original awesome Legend of Zelda comes from like ones. his ancestor having failed essentially. But <laughs> but, but you know what? Whatever. It's, it's that Link. It's not you know. right. Right. Then you've got um, timeline B, which is. Um, Jura's mask when when you return back to the childhood right link which so, makes sense so that's then majora's mask uh twilight princess and four swords adventures so are they saying that the link in twilight princess is the link from majora's mask i don't think it's necessarily that i forget how the things link up that that might how they link up that that might be true but you know it's not true for the other games so it's just meaning it's in that timeline so mm. not necessarily um right but it, it could be. That could be, yeah. Could yeah. also be that. It probably it's says that in here too. I have to look at it more closely. Later, I don't even but. remember the start of Majora's Mask. So if you can just tell, but he falls down. Out, well, yeah. Anyway, and the final one is Ganon's defeat in this Ocarina is like of the Time. Timeline. Well, and that's, that's not fair. Um, when he's old, old Link. But that yeah. So then this is a, and yeah, that's right. Because then there's Wind Waker, which takes place a hundred years later. So it's not the same Link, but it's. On that timeline. Wait, wait, wait. Is B wait. B old? Yeah. B is young Returning Link. Majora's Mask is young okay. Link. Old Link turns into the, the Wind Waker timeline. It's, it's just the, interesting that that old Link becomes the Wind Waker. Well, if you play Wind Waker, it's it takes place 100 years after Ocarina. So it's not the same dude, but it's that timeline. Right, gotcha. Okay. Uh, then Phantom Hourglass. That's how they justify and it. And Spirit Tracks. Yeah, that's, that timeline is kind of a bummer because Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks are sort of like the two odd men out. They're like the two not so beloved games in the series but yeah i think it's fascinating that they had this all worked out and it and and that they publicized it playing through skyward sword it's obviously it's it's very clear and cool that they retrofit they they kind of went back and put a lot of stuff into skyward sword as nods to later games in the series which you'll see when you play through it which is really nice but yeah it's kind of like you said like i don't know i like the fact that there's continuity between the games like i like the fact that zelda 1 and zelda 2 are in the same timeline you know what i mean and i always did yeah and, like, I, I also like the fact that, like, you know, Link to the Past, you know, 
when it's the same link when it's the same character then yes then then i care about it and it makes sense like in resident evil right and that sort of thing when it's like you know, it's a whether it's a hundred years later in this right. timeline, it or it's another where world. It's like every hundred yeah. years, another dude comes along. It's like come you on. run out of years. It's just an excuse. Like right. it doesn't matter if it takes place before or after when the, the game looks completely different. None of the characters right. are at all related to anyone else. Right, Not right. a single character in the world is related to another character. Right. When when we have somebody that can explain the actual real connections, those parts of it I find interesting. Right. The thing that would be most interesting to me is that you know so zelda 1 and zelda 2 are the same dude right and right that is my favorite of them all so what i would like if they came out with a new zelda game and said this is like a direct sequel to zelda 2 that would genuinely excite me yeah like i would want to see what happened to that dude after the end of zelda 2 you didn't know link's crossbow training is actually <laughs> a direct sequel yeah, to zelda 2 that's actually not on here anywhere. i don't want to spoil <laughs> the ending to link's crossbow training but yeah yeah totally is so but anyway um, this book is really really nice so you're you like happy you bought it Oh, absolutely. Man. Suggest buying thing. it. I mean, it's yeah, it looks like, nice. It's really nice. It's yeah. got, it looks hefty and, and yeah. wonderful. It's got yeah. like foil embossed, like, you know, logo Somebody thing on the front. Somebody should do that thing for America, man. No, Somebody totally, should. man. Mm-hmm. They'll have to get the treehouse people boy. to like officially translate it so it doesn't get screwed up. Or, or us. <clears throat> or but, us, yeah. of course. <clears throat> but it would be nice. Yeah, some of the concept art could be really cool. Like the Zelda 1 concept art in there, I had never seen anywhere yeah, else before. They have, That's like, pretty cool. They have some concept art of like Princess Zelda from various games that didn't get used in the final game, but like she had right. different designs, and it's really nice. Not a ton. Like I would have liked more making of stuff, like that stuff from Wada asks. I don't know if totally, that stuff's totally. in there, but there's uh, some. There is, yeah. They showed some like of the graph paper sort of drawings, of oh, Miyamoto's and okay. stuff in there. Yeah, there's more stuff from the recent games, of course, because they just right. have that stuff. But right. mm-hmm. if for any reason any of you actually do import this, be warned it it completely spoils Skyward Sword. Beat the game first. It has like all the artwork of the last boss and everything else. So make sure you've played the game before you look through it. But. Okay. Um. Speaking of Zelda and Skyward Sword, that um fix for the um we oh yeah it's like a channel, channel you down. download for did the they Skyward ever put that Sword out in bug. america i think i know they put it out in japan i don't know who cares <laughs> yeah, um, i didn't i didn't fall into that trap when i played so anyway i thought that was interesting how like how to patch a wii game it's kind of interesting that it hadn't happened before now actually there hadn't been like big high profile yeah. Big screw up like there has been. I wonder if like anybody in their like QA department or something is like hanging from a tree right now over this. Like that is such a horrible thing to have allowed to happen. Right. right. Basically, there was for those of you who don't know, there was like this like game crashing uh, ending basically bug where like you couldn't progress past a certain point if you did things in a certain order. Yeah. And it's pretty far in the game too, so it's yeah, not like an hour in. It's like thirty hours in. You make a wrong choice, you're screwed. And can't that guy is like yeah, demoted horrible. to. I don't think you ever get you know killed or fired from Nintendo. You just get forced to work on Mario Party. <laughs> right. And you get banished to the land of Mario Party. You're like no. You have to write descriptions like, for like eShop games. Yeah. Or something. You open the door and there's like hands and stuff. They're like pushing them back and then they're shoving the guy in there. It's like a pit or something or a pit of Mario Party. Um. All right, um, rounding out, um, speaking of Mario, uh, we have a new world record for oh, Super man. Mario 64. Mm-hmm. I was going to say at the start of this podcast, I could have talked about this for an hour and a half. Like, I alone. totally could this talk about this. This was <laughs> amazing. Yeah, so um, the new record is for 120 stars. There's different records in Super Mario 64 speedrunning. Um, this is for 120 stars. It was one hour, 47 minutes, 10 seconds. We saw it happen live. Um, yes, we did. Yes. Um, the guy was streaming it. Um, Siegel Mick. 
Um, is, is that his name? The yeah. online handle, S-I-G-L-E-M-I-C, if you want to search for it. Um, yeah, like, the guy is fucking amazing. <laughs> this was like watching a ninja, like, mixed with a wizard. Like, I, I, I couldn't stop thinking of the cyborg ninja <laughs> the from Olympics. Metal Gear. You remember, remember <laughs> all that cutscene bullshit with the... Yep. I don't mean bullshit, but I mean, like, it was crazy, it was unrealistic. Cartwheels. Flipping, like, off the screen and doing all this or crazy stuff. Or riding in MGS4. That is this guy for yeah. two hours straight <laughs> in yeah. Mario 64. It Were was, you guys watching this in the office? Partially, partially. Yeah, we yeah, started yeah, in the yeah, office. I he was playing for a week long, talking. like trying to do it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then you know, at the beginning, you guys weren't sure if he's if he's gonna make the record. Right. Well, he, he didn't that time. He was playing for set. I think he ended up doing it for like ten days. Mm-hmm. His thing was, and he was uh, asking people, you know, you could donate money if you wanted to, but over the holidays, mm-hmm. he was basically gonna play twelve hours a day for seven days to try to beat the record. <laughs> and so record. I was just tuning oh in all God. that. I'd be like cooking dinner, and I would uh-huh. just have it on on the side. <laughs> we had a drinking game. I played over the internet with our friend of the show, uh, Justin Keeling, and it was like a drink once every time you had a star. And I'm like, I started making oh, up all wow, the rules because really? I'm like, it's not going to happen enough. And I'm like, shit, actually, no. Like, the guy was grabbing stars like every minute, more, more yeah, almost. I mean, I mean is it, <laughs> it actually, he averaged out more than a star a minute. Think about it, right? It's like, because it's, it's a, uh, right, it, like under two hours. Yeah. yeah. Yep, crazy. I mean, you're wow. right. Everything is a backflip. He's never just walking along, like not waiting for elevators to go to the top. He's jumping through walls. Every weird glitch, like everything in that game, is exploited. It really yeah. is worth watching. Even speed, if speed runs in general are a lot of fun, but I, I love. Every, I'm a big speed run junkie. Every single one of you guys <laughs> listening to this podcast, you don't know what you're missing until you yeah. go see this. Like watching this guy ninja his way through Mario 64 is like watching art it is amazing <laughs> it gives you new appreciation of mario 64 too because Seriously. there's such subtlety to the control where you can do so many different so many tricks it. and ways to like hop up walls and yeah. do all this crazy shit it's like gymnastics like watching like a cyborg do like gymnastics it was amazing <laughs> cyborg it was, wizard it's serious i kept calling him a wizard because that's all i can yeah. think of this guy is like like a demon like, and it I, was I would amazing. watch him practice like a single jump for like an hour like wow. i would just have it on and he would sit there Try this one jump, fail, start the level over. Try this one jump, fail, do the level over. Like, so that was why I was in watching it. We started watching it around like 60 or 70 stars. And like, I saw him approaching this jump where I kept seeing him fail. And I was so nervous, like way more other people commented (laughs) about how nervous they were watching towards the end. Cause it literally came down. So he beat the old record by. 30 or 30 40, 40 seconds. seconds yeah so it really was coming down to the wire wow. but that's so actually like, a lot in ter- apparently yes. in terms of how you know yes. each a previous attempt like 40 seconds is like an eternity in this mm. game's yeah. time Mm-mm. big time and, and he was screwing up near the end too right like he, he screwed he up a few times died once and he missed we saw him die we were yeah. like oh so <laughs> the previous guy too and the guy who we learned from was a japanese guy so this is an american guy lived in washington took it back from nero it's kind of a really famous uh japanese speedrunner who pioneered <laughs> most of the tricks he didn't he actually congratulated him after he did it he was watching so he That's that awesome. was kind of oh, cool wow. <laughs> um but he's pioneered most of the tricks this guy learned from watching mm. uh, nero play um he's, he estimated that he's played mario 64 for probably close to three thousand hours That's wow. unbelievable and he was wow. still like playing like while he was commentating because they, they replayed it and he was commentating right he was like one of the other guys asked him he's like yeah i'm playing i'm playing more <laughs> he was playing right immediately while after yeah i mean 
you have to have fucking screw loose up there no, in order yeah. to be. But God bless you because it's fucking. Awesome. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say this is the most like amazing gaming thing I have ever seen in my life because it was because I played Mario sixty four. Sure. I got all one hundred twenty stars. Sure as hell didn't do it in two hours. Probably in like forty hours or something. But to see this guy like effortlessly, like gracefully, like flip his way through a level, yeah, it is just art. It is. There's amazing. no wasted motion at all. So mm-hmm. it really is like. I mean, it's all po- totally. It's pre-planned execution. It's like. I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but it's like ballet. It's like yeah, yeah, doing yeah. ballet. It's like here is what the perfect form is supposed to yep, be. Yeah. Try to get as close to that as you can. Full yep. on choreography. When he got to the last thing. two worlds, I was telling Mark, like, how are you going to get through the clock tower or that rainbow shit? And yeah. there's just no way to do that in the 20 minutes he had or whatever. Then you saw him like hop up the clock tower <laughs> like he was Spider Man or something. It was ridiculous. It was wow. so. Wow. He on the spinning. There are these spinning wooden flat um, yes, platforms. platforms. When you know they're flat and they're very thin, but he was jumping on them, and while they would turn, he was jumping on the edges, like the top edges, <laughs> and back and forth through like it was nine of them all spinning around, and, and you're like, not even supposed wall. to jump on this edge. This <laughs> right. way. And he was doing that. It was like Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> as best as I can describe That's it. A good way to. Put it. Uh, anyway, uh, definitely check it out. Um, mm. Give him some money if you enjoy it. He raised about two grand, which is cool. Mm. He plays this. This gives you a hint of how hardcore he is. He plays the Japanese version of the game, and you're like, "Why does he play the Japanese version?" Because there's a 2.7 second shorter intro in the Japanese the version. Yeah. I don't know why. Wow. Maybe the English probably has another page, Princess Peach's note Maybe. or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is exactly, but he plays with a regular N64 yeah. controller. Um, I thought he that was crazy shit too. Like, like he he basically does a long jump to bypass the part where the Lakitu talks to you in the beginning. He like cuts past him and just runs right into the castle. Like, right. All this crazy glitch stuff you never even thought was possible in the mm. game. It's amazing. So, so wait, w- yeah. where can we find that again? You can find it. Um, you we can should f- put a link in the show notes. Yeah, if we can, we'll have to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you if you search for his name and Super Mario sixty four, if you search for Seagull Mick and uh, Super Mario sixty four, you'll probably come upon it. World record. We actually were watching on Twitch TV, which is where he was. Yeah, um, either mine or stream. Mark's okay. like Twitter feeds in the last couple days. You'll find yeah. a link if you just That's dig back. True. Yeah. Way, so. um, why don't okay. we give out our Twitter feeds? I'm at Mark McD. I'm at John TV. Kiroko 84. Johnny the Future. So we're basically, it's good timing to give that out because we're yeah, wrapping up so the show now. Um, show on the road. How about our things? We had our New Year's card is going out. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. Um, Happy, New Year. Happy New Year. We can announce exclusively on this podcast <laughs> uh, our designer for this year. We have somebody mm-hmm. in the game industry design it every year. We ask them to. And nice enough to do it this year was um, Mr. Phil Fish. Thank you, Phil. Um, yes. uh, he of soon-to-be Fez fame. Um, well, yes. already of Fez fame, but soon-to-be. Fez be will be out soon. Big-time Fez fame. Polytron Corporation um, in Canada. Seriously, like a design genius. Like, everything is designed from the Polytron logo down to he did, like, the Area 5 logo. Did um, he really? I didn't know that. Yeah. he's wow. every Every sense of design, too, mm. on Fez, like, is just... The guy is amazingly talented, um, visually just unbelievable. So, and it's mm-hmm. the year of the dragon. So we'll put that up on the website. Um, try to with other Japanese yeah. video game companies. Yeah, send out yeah. yeah, yeah. We got. We'll be getting a bunch soon. And you know, we the have uh, now as of a year ago, we have a history of uh, basically having designers design our cards, and then our games go on to be big, critical, and uh, well, I don't know about commercial, at least, <gasps> critical successes. Sword and commercial. Sorcery. Well, commercial, commercial too. Every actually, yeah, every sense of the word success. We yeah, are they just makers, wanna, basically. Exactly. <laughs> to put it another way. Yeah, yeah. Super, <laughs> pretty much. Super Brothers, uh, Craig. Uh, 
you know, designed our card last year and Sword mm-hmm. and Sorcery awesome came out this year. Too. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw it too. The soundtrack got uh, soundtrack of the year from Kotaku. Like completely deserved too because the soundtrack to that game is amazing. It's mm-hmm. on a ton of, I mean, year's best list. And this is not like Joe's Game Basement. This is like right. Time Magazine. Right. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. It's getting tons of awesome, well-deserved kudos. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we might have some cool news about that game in the coming. Yeah. To those it's, guys. It's like real music. You know, like it's oh not yeah, game oh music. it's amazing. It's yeah. not game There's some music. really fascinating stuff you can music. read on the net too. Like even the Kotaku thing, they interviewed him with like some really kind of music specific uh, commentary about several tracks. But um, you know how this project came to be, and and uh, you know Craig did a, a postmortem in Game Developer Magazine that has some right. really interesting information about like how the game came to be and where the music came from. Super fascinating stuff. Nice. And congrats to those guys. Big, yeah. big time. Well deserved. Great but um, and that'll be Fez next year. Fez that's will be right. Big game. Mm. Seriously, uh, we're super, super, super excited about that game. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, when you see our New Year's card, maybe you get a little taste of why. <laughs> tiny, tiny <laughs> taste. But thank, big thanks to Phil. Yeah. Um, everybody, congratulate or or thank him or celebrate him in your own way yes on the internet or on twitter or whatever um and definitely buy that game we'll talk about that more when it's yeah, soon yeah. to come out i think it's mm-hmm. coming out or it's definitely early in the year um it's been submitted i want to say february uh maybe march probably before xbox live xbox live yeah. um so anyway i think that's about it for this very news heavy edition of uh eight four play um it's it for 2011 that's it for this whole year too yeah. um tell people who wants to say where we can find uh as always you could find us on the web at 8-4.jp you can find us on twitter at 84 play or the addresses we all told you about a little while ago also, didn't you want to tell people about something they might want to look forward to yep. in the next episode? Oh, my. Well, if you've listened this long, you truly deserve this. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going to be having a contest to give away a PlayStation Vita. Dun, dun, dun. Yay! Um, it's going to be a Japanese one, but, of course, you Region can... Freeze, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. just tie to the memory card and all that kind of stuff. So... Uh, we'll be figuring out and announcing details on our next episode, but um, it's basically just kind of as a thank you um, for everybody mm-hmm. for, for this listening. year. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's awesome. This is essentially our first full year. Yeah, and it was yeah. it was a good year. Our last episode, good like year. internally, broke all kinds of records as yes. far as downloads. Tons of people downloaded it, and we love you, you for it. You can even say yeah. shattered records. It really did. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's still going now, too. So, um, yeah, but seriously, thank you guys tons for listening. Um, if you like us, please tell a friend. Um, hit our Facebook page. Drop go to iTunes. iTunes. That stuff actually really makes a difference. So, yeah. like, every now and then you get a troll, like, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, these are just, like, white guys who are desperate and love Japan and whatever. Like, <laughs> really? I didn't remember You get like one, one of That's those awesome. for every like 50 good reviews. So go out there and give us good wow. reviews, please. <laughs> please, please do that. That stuff really, really makes a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tweet with us. Tell us what you thought about the show. Um, we, we really thrive on that feedback. So yeah. Facebook too. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook like us. If you want to, you want to give back this right. holiday season and actually you know we, th- we haven't figured out the particulars of how we're going to give this vita away yet but you know we may it may be something that we announce on twitter or facebook so mm-hmm. definitely follow us like yeah, us stay tuned. no matter what it's yeah. going to benefit you to follow us right on, on on twitter and like us on facebook so anyway um anything else um for thank you to our friends at oneup.com you can always Find us there. You can comment on us there. There's usually a thread on NeoGAF. Yes. Um, am I forgetting anything? The website. Yeah. Well, that's pretty much it, though. Okay. 
Um, and I guess that's it. So, um, see you guys in two weeks. And until then, uh, Johnny, (laughs) why don't you, uh, take us out? It was a very good year. (laughs) Sultry Maryland. Sinatra over here. Maryland Monroe (laughs) kind of quality to that there. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Happy Year. Year. I was telling him Happy New Year. Like, just, you know, I thought that was YMCA. I was like, what the, what the fuck is that, John? Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Thanks, Happy thanks New for Year, listening. Everybody. We love you. <laughs>